Hey there. Might have to do number two. Hey there. (laughs) Uh. Hey there. Welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits. Coming to you from the Recycle Garage in Sunny cold. Santa Cruz, California. Everyone's breaking out the heated gear because it's yeah, down to 55. Oh my God. <laughs> Thank God I have heated grips because I couldn't make it. I bought a second pair of gloves today with knowing that it might dip below 60 on my ride home. I brought glove liners Good because I'm just freezing. Good, good for you. Get, you're you know driving what? your car. All, all the gear all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. You can't hey everyone, this is Liza and... Uh, I had a good day today. I actually helped some people. Well, uh, we'll get to that. You had in a, a chicken stander here too. Yeah, we had a chicken stander here. Uh, running the board, it's Stumpy John. What's up, everybody? Happy Turkey Week! In fact, I'll just say it on the front end. Anybody don't have a place to go who's in Northern California and wants to go somewhere, you are welcome at my house on Thanksgiving. You call it Turkey Week. I call it All You Can Eat Shrimp Buffet Week. <laughs> Every week. Every week is All Week Shrimp Buffet Week for you. I did. I ate a lot of shrimp last night. Fried? Yes. Oh, there you go. It was good. Chinese. Mm. Oh, it was good. Uh, joining us across the room, and it's been a while, it's Morgan. I'm an expert. Yeah, yeah. You were brought in as, as yep. the expert. I was called and brought in. He's a master debater, tonight. right? That's right. Among yeah. other things. I, yeah. What I do in my own time... <laughs> Cause you could stop me up. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! <laughs> Never stop. Uh, and now we can go through the list of all the people who aren't here. Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. at the bottom of her list. She literally <laughs> called everyone else. Remember Finally, when, I can no, hear the anxiety no, in her voice. Can you no. please? I have nothing. Can you please come no. in? There? Did you play uh, kickball when you were young? You used to do like when there's two of you, you do ghost man on first, well, ghost they, man on second. They so we've call, got like we called it soccer. Okay. Oh. When I was a kid, we played Smear the Queer, just going to say. Yeah, we did That's too. not appropriate, we Liza. Did too. I'm sorry. And you could send your uh, all your complaints and, and look, to Phil and, at And look how you turned out. Yeah, yeah I know. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got smeared a lot. <laughs> oh, no, not again. <laughs> Please I don't hope, smear me. I hope more. no one smears me again today. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just oh lay word. here and wait to get smeared. <laughs> oh, my word. Uh, Bagel will be joining us shortly. He's he's running so. behind, and Emma is fixing a car. Yeah, that blew a spark plug, so she's got to fix that. So, and Jim is, I think, headed to a desert. That's usually when he's not here. There's usually oh, yeah. a desert and nudity and and, and flames. He rented a house down there, I think. He's and a horse no name. Stuff. He's doing cool stuff. But you know, you did mention that it is uh, Turkey Week. Thanksgiving is coming up, which also means. Black Friday and the Cyber time you Monday. start thinking about buying gifts for people. I wish already, I had I, a really good idea. The, that is, oh, I found I found a thing. Rampant, cons- yeah, rampant yeah, yeah, consumerism yeah. is what the holidays are all about. I know it is. Um, spend, spend. Okay, spend. hear me out. This may seem like an unusual choice. My wallet's ready. <laughs> but I think it's really cool. Is and it so, is it an egg shaped phone? No. <laughs> <laughs> But because I am there, <laughs> it is. Then they they're doing these Facebook ads, and I I'm I'm all in. No, it's a company that does frozen uh, soup dumplings. It's a Chinese. I've sl- I've seen those. Company the- frozen soup dumplings. Have you ever had soup dumplings? Oh, this is the greatest thing oh, yeah. in the world. Yes. Oh. Have you had them? 
I've had dumplings. I've gone. No. No 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 no, 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 no. You haven't had. If you don't know soup dumpling, you have the ones, the ones that are, they have soup inside them. You bite yes. into them. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So this company, because you always already the way they make soup dumplings, is you got to freeze it and then make the dumpling. Yeah, so yeah. they just they freeze it, send it out. And you can buy a kit with all the sa- sp- sauces, and you get Stumpy the steamer basket. Dumplings. And I'm like, what a great Stumplings. gift! A lot of people <laughs> have never had soup dumplings, so there you go. I'm buying. The problem with those dumplings. are, I looked at those, and I probably would have to eat eighty dollars worth to get full. No, 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 no. Oh yeah. There's fifty in a bag. That's yeah, but that's like four. No, that's no, like fifty no. bucks right no, there. No, but look, I'm just saying. I think it's a fun gift. I'm going to buy somebody the kit. Tell you what, I've been that has all the I would and put my so list. I'm just my name on your list. The, for the, um, the obscure food that I like to, to consider giving out for gift is I didn't realize you know for years they have all these when you buy honey they're like oh you have orange blossom mm-hmm. honey mm-hmm. you can get exotic things and if you look hard you look in the right places I found my local farmers market carries it poison oak honey. It that is doesn't sound good. It, it's, it, For your enemies? No, you put it on your sure. egg-shaped phone. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's it's uh, it's odd because it's it's almost black and it's spicy. Really? It's really and I just I love the idea of two things. A, uh, uh, if a hipster wanted to spend enough money, they could make a poison oak honey mead. Ooh. And I mean that just sells itself with the label with like thorns and stuff on Man, it. And that's your new business venture, oh, right? right? But the other thing is, is it's fun to cook with. Like, let's say you get into like a marinated rack of lamb with like pistachios and poison oak honey glaze. What? Now? What? What? Yeah. Well, uh, as good of a gift that poison oak uh, honey and yeah. soup dumplings is, if there are children in your life, I want to remind you that there's another great gift item to get, and it's it's time to start thinking about gifts for your kids our friends nancy and mark who are creators of mimi and moto they want you to join their mission to get more children excited about motorcycles mm. and reading and reading exactly reading mimi and moto.com where you can you can go to purchase the couple's books their motorcycle books the adventures of mimi and moto and mimi and moto ride the alphabet along with t-shirts onesies ornaments and plushies so this is really cool they got all these accessories mm. if you're getting the book for somebody a kid you might as well get like the plushie too so they actually have the the toy to sleep with right could they get like a, a famous narrator to do the audiobook maybe like stephen fry who's stephen fry i don't know stephen. he's a british comedian and also oh. he, he, uh, he oh, narrated yeah, the yeah, yeah. uh harry potter i'm thinking books. more ewan mcgregor Ooh, that I was thinking. You know what, like, I was thinking Shat. You know what? But, just get a, a Scot, a Scottish man with a real thick accent, and then they went over the uh, you know, over the hill, and they found the an eight haggis. Yeah. It, it was, next up, the letter F. Well, sorry, Jim. <laughs> well, and guess what? They're working on a new chapter book called Mimi and Moto's Magical Meteors first gear which will be released early in 23 so remember to go to mimiandmoto.com today and get some Christmas shopping done that will help create future motorcycle riders. And who knows, maybe soup dumplings too. But I think children will burn themselves. But um, no, we but love Mimi and Moto. <laughs> yes, they, they do. do. We love Mimi and Moto. They do great things. Yeah. And I'm, I've been seeing them around for years when I'm at shows and events. Last time we were at Gilroy Motorcycle Center, they had the book on display. Were they a, the one show? Uh, no, they weren't at the one okay. show, but I've seen them at Amex Expo before and other events. Um, but it's just such a great thing and everybody's got kids in their life. So I think just think who you can give it to and go to Mimi and and get it there. All right. So, um, I helped some kids today 
Oh, you missed them, John. Yeah. I, I was uh, in the shop cleaning up, you know, doing the clean. In the winter, people start moving into the garage more. So I fixed some shelves and stuff, just cleaning up. And uh, uh, just hanging out with Charlie, and I heard uh, a motorcycle pull up. In fact, it was two. One of them was a 50cc scooter, so you could barely hear it. And these two... Uh, Did you tell them that loud pipe saves lives? <laughs> <laughs> these two young bucks, uh, some Santa Cruz, um, UC Santa Cruz students came in named Jasper and Kai. And uh, Jasper was on a... Such Santa Cruz names. Yeah, it was on a... Oh, shit. It was a, I think it's a Shadow 500. Mm. Great first bike. And Kai was on a... Is it a Vino 50 Don't look at scooter? me. I don't know. I, yeah, I, I think it's... into gas vehicles. Anyway, fit little fifty cc scooter, and so we split them up. I'm like, all right, Charlie, you take you take the shadow, I'll take the scooter. And uh, so Kai was like, yeah, um, they both just got these new bikes, and they here. Interestingly enough, they were they looked up motorcycle shops in Santa Cruz, and we came up. That's not the first time, is it? And I'm like, oh, I said, what a disappointment <laughs> to come no, in no, this to is, yeah, this, this garage with a dead possum. No, this the, is the best possible experience. This is well, a, exactly. I mean, I said, you kids do not realize the mother load you've walked into. True. Um, and so they were just looking for <coughs> advice. So the scooter had uh, the e-star didn't work. The turn signals didn't work. And um, it had a weird idle problem. I'm like, no problem. Let's let's. Open it up. See what's in there. Let's look at the battery. Check the battery. Because you don't need a battery to start and run these things. Well, you don't have to have so a battery for Assuming the, there's a Kickstarter, no. yes. Oh. Or right. you could, yeah, just, bump, you could yeah. just bump start yeah, it with a, a 50cc. So I open it up. I get out a multimeter and check it. It's like 12.97 volts. That's good. But I notice there's three fuses. A main and then two ex- ex- auxiliary fuses. Yeah, yeah auxiliary mm-hmm. fuses. Uh-huh. So I showed them how to test the fuses. One of them was bad. And it also had extra fuses in there. It had spare fuses in oh, there. That's great. But he just never knew to check a fuse. Yeah. Something as simple that we change it out. Guess what? The electric start and the turn signals now work. That's one thing I learned from Emma. She's always like, start with the simplest thing and go from there. Battery. But fuses. this is my my point. This is somebody who just has never, ever worked on something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was as easy. Oh, and then it turns out that the seat, the hinge wasn't attached. And like, so I'm like, oh. Was there like a seat sensor that, that no, turned it off? When you- apparently there was a idle problem. Somebody had taken the bucket out that's underneath the seat and had detached uh, taken the bolts out of the seat and lost the nuts and da 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 You know, that and kind that of thing. that affected the idle? No, but... We just addressed everything. Oh, okay. So we take right. the bucket out that sits under the seat where you can put your cases of beer. Yeah. And I showed them this, this little screw to adjust the idle, like yep. quarter turn, took care of that. And then I had them go through the lost and found bucket and find more screws to reattach the, the hinge and like fixed everything. That's great. And then he's like, well, then he's like, well, there's a little play in the <clears> throttle. And I showed him how to adjust the throttle on the cable, right? He didn't know that that. That weather seal was covering the adjuster nut. Mm. How would he know, right? You'll, I, they'll probably see this, these kids again. They'll probably come back. And so, like, we just went through one thing after the other and, um, yeah, just knocked it all out. And then Charlie helped uh, Jasper adjust the chain. And then we taught him how to read the date code on tires. Oh, oh that's great. How old were the tires? 
05 on the well, cruiser, I think. Here's the question, though, because there was this is under some debate. I think it was. I think they were original tires. I, I think it was. It was either Rev. Who, where, what, what channel are, are Zach and Ari doing things on? Ari Henning and it's, uh, Rev. The uh, Common Thread. Common Thread. Yeah. They had a thing recently about old tires versus new tires, and they were because there was some debate. They they're under the impression that old tires aren't a big deal. There was you can go watch the video and it'll explain it more because they they took some ancient like two thousand era tires that were uh, and and brought them to the track and yeah I saw that one yeah I don't know well it's not like overnight they expire and they're no good well you, you they, obviously you visually inspect them for cracks and things they, like that but they um, how are they lose stored? the elasticity right. in the rubber and also and, if they were parked on flat for for the same spot for years and coming into winter when it's just cooler temperatures and wetter conditions yeah when we get that one it can make that, the difference that one week of rain per year that we get around here and and the temperature could be as low as 51 degrees chilly. i'm just saying if if your tires are at yes. 75% yes. efficiency yes when those conditions that may be yes. the thing that changes it makes a difference is what i'm saying yes um so Tire yeah and then the the other thing that blew their mind they both had like rusty chrome on their bikes i should i invited them to find steel wool and wd-40 and their minds were blown that's great how much of the rust just came away so they were really happy it was really fun those were both cases where perfect example of who benefits from this garage it was something Really simple, mm-hmm. but not obvious to them, and just showing them mm-hmm. the little tips and tricks, and having access to screws and cage nuts and stuff like well, that. And you you've know? also shared the joy of learning. Yeah, and that's what you really want. Yes. No, and seriously, that's that's what that's what I consider that one of the magical things about this place is is sharing knowledge and getting people excited about um, increasing their own capability to do things, becoming mm-hmm. more self reliant, becoming empowered. Yeah. And it was obvious to me that whoever owned these bikes, or especially the scooter before, never touched anything. You ride it yep. until don't work. It, you all more enough things don't work. It's not worth it because uh, he bought it with not working starter and and turn signals. So it's like I just said. Now you have to be aware that whoever owned it didn't fix or do anything. So what el- what else is on the list? What else needs to be checked? And that's why I said, let's check the tires, things that age out. That segs into something I'm thinking about now. And I don't, and I don't know if this is okay to, to mention this, but I was uh, mentioning not to, okay. I'm sorry. to John that <laughs> I've got this this Bramo Impulse I've been storing in our yeah. place for some years now. Oh, yeah. Gosh. And the owner of it uh, is a nice guy, but he, he's, he's Scottish and he just buys bikes and forgets about, forgets about them wherever they are. And um, I'm tired of storing this bike. And he's going to send me the title. I could just give this thing away to someone who wants his Bramo Impulse. Mm-hmm. It's technically it runs. Um, it's an electric 20, 2014 Bramo Impulse RR, I think. Um, the batteries are way out of balance, but they've disconnected the main pack, so they're not drawing anything right now. Um, uh, you need to check some of the fuses because it occasionally would just intermittently shut off mid-ride. And you need to figure out some sort of AC charging situation because the charger on it is missing some parts. Other than that, it's a fully functional Bramo Impulse. So, so are you saying somebody wanted to, if someone in the area wants to come pick up a Bramo impulse, I've got one and I'm tired of storing it and Eric will find the title and send it to whoever. But are the batteries any good? Yeah, they're fine. Oh, I, 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 I've got them sitting in half capacity right now and I've disconnected them. So they're not drawing. They're just chilling at around 101 volts. Oh, oh, is this the one that's had things hacked off of it? 
actually, yes and no. Um, the, the the charging system was swapped out, um, but I've got the original charger, ninety percent of it there, just missing some of the stuff for the inlet, and I don't I don't have that. I need to have something that sends the pilot signal so the bike engages the battery management system. Anyway, um, the bike, yeah. If you Google Bramble Impulse RR twenty fourteen, mm. you'll see what it looks like, and it's. I'm so tempted, but I still, for the same reason, I wouldn't buy a new one either. It's, I don't have opportunities to ride frequently enough to make it anything more than just a thing sits in the corner. Right. And the last thing you want is a electric bike that sits in the corner. I agree. Um, yeah. But I'm just saying, if someone wants it, email Liza and let her, have her let me know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that is a generous offer. Um I think Bagel's going to be coming in. So I have like a thing I want to share uh, with him when he comes in. So I'm, I'm, I'm pausing. I'm stalling. Oh, I know what I need to talk about. The 500th. Yeah, it's coming up. Shoot, dude, we're two weeks away. How many people we got signed up now? It, w- it is almost sold out. We don't know because there may be duplicates because Liza keeps canceling and remaking the event. Oh, okay. and I've, bought, I've gotten several tickets now because I don't know if the old one got voided. I don't it, know. No. Okay. I don't know. I've, I've gotten I, at least I two tickets now. I will clarify it right. Yes, I know. I thought you were bringing more people. It's just that the event was canceled. Here's the new one, so I signed so, up again. Well, I'm hoping to scalp okay. some tickets. So I, yeah. so I got about 10. Contacted so. Ticketmaster. We're doing it. Okay. So here's the deal. If you, The event is happening, but I'm having an issue where when we first were planning it at Moto Talbot, I created an event, and then we had to change venue. So I, cha- I canceled that and created a new event. But for some reason, people are... I think if you haven't cleared your cash or something, it's bringing up the old event, even though the link is for the new event. And it's very confusing. So a lot of people are confused. So I want to be clear. Um, here's, here's the timeline of things happening on December 3rd and 4th in two weeks. On December 3rd, we are starting with a ride led by Naked Jim and Matt. What did from, it John when you said Naked Jim? No, Matt from Breaking Away Adventures. I'm definitely not Naked Jim. <laughs> and uh, we're meeting here at the garage at 11 a.m. And they're going to do a ride up through the hills and just oh. a really good nice up the coast and up through the mountains. And then it's going to be coming back and ending at four. And then for people who want to go and change or do whatever but then emma is going to be doing a pregame from four to five over at abbott square downtown which is just across the street from our venue and then five doors are open and from five to six we're having a a mixer there's gonna be food and drinks and come on over to the theater and um lewd jokes yeah well we are you know setting up getting prepared from six to eight we're recording eight to nine we're just gonna Still kind of uh, going back to just kind of mixing. we got to be out. And then uh, Jim and Emma are going to take everyone like Pied Pipers across uh, the parking lot to the pizza place to go hang out more. So we're like got a full day of like hanging out for like people coming from out of town. Or show whatever. up with possibly 50 plus people at the pizza place at yes. 10 p.m. They're going to love that. Yes. 
Yeah. Maybe yeah. like 150, though. The entire no, staff walks no, out. No, a lot of people are going to go home or will be tired, but people want to keep hanging out. We won't invite, we won't invite the unsavory types. And then on Sunday, um, the garage opens at 11. We are going to have an open house here at the garage, pull out the barbecue, have some hot dogs, hanging out, maybe do some stupid stuff, have the mini bike out. We're trying really hard to get everybody arrested. Oh, <laughs> I was suggesting, Bagel, are you here with us? You look like you're muted. Um, yes, yes, I am here. Bagel, you um, can tell me. In, in limited fashion, I'm having technical difficulties tonight. Bagel, tell me what you think. How horrible of an idea would it be to do chariot racing in the police parking lot? Without permission. Um, I don't think that would be the best idea. That is, but, but there's no one in there. Somebody, so that's literally what everybody said. <laughs> and Liza says, well, we're doing I mean, it. <laughs> but, if somebody wants to be so bold, I'm not going to stop them. But I'm thinking that if we do like a four lap race and bug out, that's before anyone can show up. And, and they have no way of knowing where we came from. <laughs> Except maybe over the wall. Over the wall. Right next door, over the wall. <laughs> With the smell of barbecue and loud music and raucous people on motorcycles. Dang, where'd those guys go? <laughs> Was that the sound of your computer recently? It sounded like a Mac booting it's up. It's trying, yeah. Oh, it's geez. old and ailing. That's the starting chime. I know uh, that sound. Yep. Well... Bagel, I am about to share something with uh, with the guys here. I'll send you the link uh, on your phone just so you can um, see what it is. But this is in the category of how did we not know about this? Keeping it okay. going. Remember the, yeah. the dong, the Benelli dong? Yes. There was another. How did we not know about this? So um, this is something that is blowing my mind. So, wow. um it's John, incredible. I'm going to show you a picture. Can you describe what you're seeing in this picture? Looks like me riding the XT225. B, come on. What are we looking at? Here? <laughs> We're looking at an astronaut sitting on a very small, looks like a CT90 something. Yeah. Uh it's it's yellow and uh yeah, it looks like they're uh, trying to cruise around the moon rocks there. This is legit. Did you get the link bagel? I did. I'm checking it out. Yeah. So if you scroll um, down towards the bottom, you will see a hard <laughs> chime. Sorry. <laughs> you will see an a legit astronaut in a you know, NASA astronaut suit on a Honda CT90. And uh, there's, your, there's your Halloween costume, Liza. I know. Oh, right? Totally. Yeah. But uh, the the other pictures that are even more amazing is the there's also astronauts riding uh, electric. A little electric motorcycles around. Designed in year. Oh, so I'm getting to that oh. by NASA. So here's the story. And this is like when I found this, an astronaut on a CT90, this picture came up when I was searching for something else. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, what's going on? So here's the story. Back in 1969, when they were working on, is it Apollo 15? I think. I think it was Apollo 15. Um, they didn't know if the lunar rover would be finished in time. So they said, we need to come up with a plan B. And they considered motorcycle. So the first thing they did is they went down to their local Honda shop and bought a CT90 to put an astronaut in all of his gear and equipment on to see if he could. Next, they sent Neil Armstrong to motorcycle safety courses. (laughs) 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 To see if they can operate the controls uh, in their suits with their gloves and everything. And it 
then carried on the next. And then I think they figured out that carbureted uh, gas uh, engines won't work in space. Yeah. Yes. If that is coming up, well, yes. Yeah. <clears throat> NASA was aware of that. This was more about the um, the des- the design, the uh, what do you call the ergonomics, right? So that so they brought in Sonny Barger. So that's <laughs> when they designed these electric the moon chopper, these electric motorcycles that are, look like electric mini bikes. Not that different than the one I have out there. I mean, the tires are we, really small. Yeah, that we ride around on. Did you know about this bagel? No, I did not. It's but, crazy, but I want, right? I want to note that this bike has a step-through design and small tires. Are you claiming it as a scooter? Oh, I'm claiming it as a moon scooter. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, this is the is how awesome. did we not know about this? Right? So this I did not moon know about scooter. This. So they developed this moon scooter. And what's really cool is in this photo um, – there's a two pictures. One, they actually have this this moon scooter in the vomit comet. You know the yep. the plane they they go in so you can do the what's it uh, parabellum? What Zero is it? G. There's oh, a parabellum parabellum par- curves so that it's you're weightless. Yeah, I know it is. And so they were testing it in there. Well, they they could also simulate lunar gravity too with yeah you know, to have so that they could see what it's like to ride it. In, in that gravity full right. all so, five-eighths of a horsepower. So I believe right. the moon is one-sixth the gravity of Earth. Yep. And so the other picture, they have this uh, harness uh, strap system, much like they use in the movie making now for like Marvel to make people fly and stuff. So they have it all strapped up so they can take five-sixths five, of the weight away and let them ride around this facility and different terrains and try them out. Now, um, what ended up happening was the lunar rover was completed, and Ugh, makes you sick. To think all about these it. just went away. But there's something else in in this that I found fascinating. So as as we know, even though it's run by battery, you still need to have a cooling system in there. Yep. And you can't you can't do cooling system in. Uh, and I guess in no gravity and or, or well, I don't know why water wouldn't work. Then there's no there's no well, atmosphere. Not water, would but it like freeze? A, a liquid. Oh, because they have like a 500 degree temperature difference. Right, but I'm sure there's some well, whatever, you know, alcohol or something. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. let me let me blow your mind a little more too. Vodka. Wait, are you stealing my 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 story? Oh wait. So there's a German motorcycle company right now called Hooky. Oh, the new one you mean? Yeah, that's the yeah, yeah 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 yeah. Oh, we're not going to talk about it. Uh, no, well, I mean, this is the this historical one. Somebody designed. Somebody. Um, I think this thing. Somebody is super cool. rendered a digital image of what a moon motorcycle would look like today, and then another company made it from the digital rendering. But it's not actually a NASA thing, right? right but it's they're talking it's about just a, a rendered. Yeah, it's just a custom bike. But coming back to mine, mm-hmm. I thought that this was interesting. So they needed to come up with a cooling system, something that wouldn't freeze like water. Or boil like water, I guess, right? They used beeswax, and they filled the frame with beeswax. Really? Yeah. So here's what happened. If it started overheating, the frame would absorb some of that. The bees would protect the queen (laughs) and swarm the bike. The frame would absorb some of the energy because it's all metal, right? Space bees. I'll let you get over that one. Um, And the wax would absorb the heat and melt. And then they would just have to turn it off and let the wax harden back up 
and then they continue riding. Mm. And then afterwards, they could harvest the honey. But no, you think about it. The, <laughs> space bees. Oh my God. The wax, no, it was an interesting solution. It won't freeze. It won't It won't um, boil. And it's something that, yeah, they so you used a- Well, it also wouldn't change volume because water when yeah. it freezes changes volume. Yeah. So there you go. They used a wax cooling system. But I was explaining, Eliza, that wax valves are actually a common thing in things like greenhouses. Um, yeah. Anyway. Um, so anyway- um, if you want to see this yourself, um, here's the thing. You can't type in Moon Motorcycle because there's a bunch of companies called like Moon Motorcycle. Well, there's Moon Eyes, right? Moon Eyes. Yeah. There's a bunch of stuff. But if you do NASA um, Motorcycle, um, uh, Moon Motorcycle, that bagel comes is going to insist on a scooter. <laughs> well, it does have CT70 style handlebars. Yeah. But, but so, it, does, it does look like a distinctly stepped through design to me. Um, and this is interesting. The um, it boasted a five eighths horsepower motor. Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> well, <laughs> did, was the, is know, that the size of my Erector set I, motor? Here's came the, the problem: is like when you say the top speed was like three miles an hour. Yeah, I mean, why even ride it when you could walk? Um, less physical exertion, I guess. Yeah. So I have an answer. You're on the moon, to, you're going to want to jump around. I have an answer to that. So Ooh, limited no, oxygen. Um, another reason that they uh, that this failed is because it needed to pull a cart with equipment in it. Well, so there's oh, why they didn't walk, and it was having <laughs> bagel. What is going on with your computer? Up over and over. Sorry. And startup chimes. It's, try, it's trying to live. <laughs> yeah, look at this this test track on these harnesses. Do you mean to call my brother up to help you walk through the cool. troubleshooting process, bagel? Because, uh, well, if he can send me a logic board, that'd be great. <laughs> Oh, geez. So um, a lot of really cool stuff. But basically, um, NASA developed an electric, we'll give it to Bagel, an electric scooter. Filled with bees. That no one <laughs> seems you. to know where it went. It's It was something, oh. I mean, think about how many things that they developed and test and then toss, right? Man. Yeah. So when, when was the first, but, was this like the er, it, early iteration of a electric, when's the first electric motorcycle? Well, you can go way back. I mean, in time I think on that. I, I assume there was the one first back viable in the 1900s one. 1900s probably had, a, had some. When was ones. the first electric motor? Like, when's the first viable? Like, this is a thing. Motor electric motorcycle. Mike Corbin's in the 1975. Yeah. yeah, yeah, maybe, but that didn't have I a mean, controller. Because what part of I'm wondering is if, if any of this technology went down into the industry and and help sort of push that forward. I I, I don't know, but. Um, I if you if you want to examine uh, by getting a free Bramo impulse, you can draw your own conclusions. Uh, <laughs> Nothing's ever free. <laughs> It'll be out of my hair. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, there there you go. That's a how did we not know about this story? Yeah. Um, and I read I think uh, a few years ago somebody from Revzilla did a little more research, and they they were trying to find like anybody who knew anything about it and. Um, yeah, it really did just disappear. It it, but they found. I think they found some people who like worked it's in on Stanley acknowledged Kubrick's it. basement. But there's a bunch along of, with the original rover set of photos. <laughs> well, you would think so that it's 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 a small thing that that wouldn't be that hard to keep around somewhere that you know it might be just hanging out in some closet somewhere in some facility. Who knows? Well, let me ask you guys this: um, if you were Morgan, let's say NASA came to you. Hey, we need to build a a moon scooter. Like, 
I mean, what they did is they started with something existing and then started, you know, changing engineer. What are the things that you think need to be engineered to this? Well, I would say first off, cash up front. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I mean, and I mean, the cooling in the, in yeah, the frame was cool. pretty cool. Well, the weight is going to be an issue. Well, not not really because it, it it it's a lot lighter there. So the heavy bike. No, I mean you got to get it there. Oh, I mean, yeah. carrying a 500 pound motorcycle is probably well, not. You wouldn't need the full size. You could right. get like a zero FX type thing or something with like a Saunders metacycle type smaller 200, 150 pound thing. So is there, let's, let's take any, any electric motorcycle or, or scooter available now. Is there anything you can, you can reason you can think it I mean, wouldn't work? If you, if you can manage the cooling out, I don't know enough about the um, battery chemistry that they used back then, how that, how that reacted thermally because <clears throat> with, you know, old lead acid or whatever type batteries, did they get hotter when they charge or discharge compared to lithium ion um, battery today, which means the lithium ones are a lot more efficient. I mean, I assume they are, but I just, these are unknowns that a, uh, someone who's uh, better versed in, in history of batteries would be able to answer. Um, one thing, it was so funny reading all the comments too. Somebody said, well, there we know for sure that they couldn't send two because then nothing would get done. It would just be races <laughs> yeah. all the yeah, time, yeah, yeah, yeah. especially with the kind of guys that the uh, yeah. astronauts were. Hey, Armstrong, check this out. <laughs> Hold my beer. <laughs> Chariot races on the moon. You think I can launch out of that crater? <laughs> well, also, they were saying like, to build like a motocross uh, track, right? <laughs> you only need to have like a, a two inch bump and it'll send you 10 yep. meters in the air. Yeah. Yep. Lunar short track. <laughs> yep. Exactly. So, yeah, there is that problem. Anyway, I thought that was pretty cool stuff. Yeah, that is cool. What else are yeah. we going to discover that we didn't know? I don't know. I just, I just, I happened to find this when I was searching for something. You know what? I'm going to put a, a request out to our listeners. Bring me the scooter. Bring me the moon scooter. Bring it <laughs> no. at once. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, I'm going to say, is is there anything? I want people to send us uh, an email if they think there's something that we just didn't know about at all. I mean, we've done 500 shows, and how is it like we, we didn't? You haven't yet. Well, technically, there's some that aren't numbered. So, um, Yeah. I'm just curious, like, what what else are we missing? What else will blow our minds? And I want to ask the listeners to send us some of these stories or links to stuff that are just like, how did we not know that? Yeah. I, I think that would be cool. Um, and uh, another thing, I've been, I've been looking through, there's so many bikes that were announced at ICMA, and uh, I always go through the news and look at, like, what's new, this, that, and the other. Um, but I found another, I found another thing, Bagel, I am going to send you another link to something because this is another thing I didn't realize was still around and maybe you do. So, um, Peugeot motorcycles. Hmm. Did you know, Bagel, that they're still around? Uh, Yeah, I know they're still around. Did you know that Peugeot motorcycles have been around for like 135 years? Uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I didn't know that either, um, because we don't really have them here. But (laughs) sorry, trying to hit mute. The soundtrack (laughs) to your life. Uh, Two hundred and ten years they've been around. Two hundred and ten years. Two hundred and ten years. Obviously, starting with bicycles, I'm sure. 
No, no, no. They had motorcycles 210 years of this, <laughs> kept it under wraps. And they sent them, oddly enough, this is going to blow your uh, mind, they sent them to the moon. Inheriting 210 years of Peugeot's history. But what, what, it came, what, um, what I found was um, they have scooters. Did you know that, Bagel? Oh, yeah. Peugeot scooters. In fact, yeah. if I believe this is right, I see this is sending me the wrong thing. Um, I think they have a new adventure scooter. What? Oh, what? Really? What? What is an adventure scooter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm wait. I'm trying to find the <laughs> article now. Um, Peugeot XB400 ADV scooter. 400. Oh, oh my huh. god! There it is. Peugeot XB400 ADV scooter. I sent you the wrong link, Bagel. You're going to have to tackle Google that the fiercest up. of parking lots. I sent you a link to the Peugeot, but I couldn't find the scooter on there. But this is now. Remember when the uh, okay. Honda Adventure scooter came out? There's one there. See the red one on the wall? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm like, that is badass. 17, that actually, 17 front, really 15 rear. Interesting. On a, how's a scooter then with a 17 front? I mean, is it step through? Yes. Yes, that's but sort of. just that's like not, that. That's it's, not well, it's a step over. It's step through ish. Yeah. Step over ish. Uh, like a CT 110 is a step through, you mean? Yeah. Uh, uh, all the big displacement scooters are it's like got 40 horsepower, too. Um, that is a good looking. Uh, uh, Morgan, bring up uh, XP Peugeot XP 400 scooter. It's a cool looking. It's a cool looking scooter. It really is. And I didn't even know that they made scooters, and I didn't know that they made an adventure scooter. I mean, Bagel, how many ADV scooters are there? Not a lot. I mean, there's there's Hondas. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think, I think there are one or two others. I, I don't remember who made them. Maybe, maybe Kimco has one. I'm not sure. Oh, maybe. Uh, and here's my question. Are these scooters actually being made for adventure riding or is this just capitalizing on the adv trend and it's styled as an adventure scooter what do you think anyone uh, i don't know it's for the adventurous florida retiree in their in their hoa well, I, trying to navigate I, it's interesting to me that they got the, the wheels 15 17 that that tells me that they're trying to do something at least for a gravel road maybe well i'm just trying to figure out so like i mean we're bikers with adventure bikes and we look at that adventure scooter like, oh, that's kind of cool i mean whatever buy it i don't know um but you know it's kind of cool maybe um but then for bagel you're like a hardcore scooters mostly riding like vintage and italian is this something that you look and go, oh <clears throat> maybe i'd do an adventure scooter is that uh, i, I like don't it? know i'd have to i'd have to see it i, I haven't even found the page yet here um, I don't see it on their website. Ah, I will send you, I'll forward you a new link. And I'm trying okay. to figure out, like, who is the market? Is it actually an adventure rider, which is more likely to be on a motorcycle? Is it a scooterist? Rebellious suburban housewife. Probably not. I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, that's what I'm trying to figure out. I think it's cool, but will motorcyclists huh. buy an adventure scooter? Have you outgrown your Honda Cub and you thirst for more? <laughs> <laughs> do you really want to feel the power? John, what do you think? I think it's cool. I don't I don't know that I wouldn't buy one, only because 
I've got I've got real dirt bikes, so ooh, you know, that's some gatekeeping right there. I have real dirt bikes. No, what I'm saying I don't is need a, an adventure scooter. I would rather have a road wiser. scooter that I could zip around on than have something like that that I'll probably never ever never take off the dirt. Yeah, I don't know where one would say, you know what, this road is perfect for exactly an adventure scooter. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out. It I don't, looks, I don't so, know, I've ever it, seen a road or terrain that goes. Well, you know you what? Know, if, if well, well, here, here's here's a thought. If you if you live out in the sticks and, and you have some dirt roads you need to, to ride to get home, you get a CT one hundred and ten like scooter, you know, and, and you want to, you know, an, you want an automatic and, that and, can handle dirt. You get a CT one hundred and ten that already has the racking. Well, you could do that, but if you want a four hundred <laughs> that has more power that you can take on the freeway too, then or, you know, there you go. Then you go for maybe like the Kick Osa, the electric. We were talking about that, Liza. Uh, oh yeah, the, the, that's the little, name. The, little, no, the is the utilitarian one with the with all the. It was this was the, they well, they're the, usually like trial bikes. I no, the Osa is, is is funny because they introduced a couple of years ago, and I remember when it, the, they launched it, they said, "Well, we started with the idea of a workbench, and then we decided we could try to build a motorcycle around that." <laughs> but it, it's it's a funny thing because it's this little, it's this little electric bike that has utilitarian. It has a two twenty and one ten uh, output on it, so you can take it to job sites, and it has like all these. Rackings, so you can carry lumber and, and tools, and it has a detachable headlight, so you can use it as a torch. Well, storage is a big thing. So here's here's it a has clue. a basket on the front. Here's a clue. They're saying that it's going to be going to the Philippines soon. So yeah, what that kind of riding sense. is happening in the Philippines? It's probably a lot like we dealt with in Pakistan, which would make it huh. more more uh, attractive for me. Because you're dealing with mixed conditions, you're dealing with yeah. crappy pavement, real pavement. Some dirt seems excessive for because usually there's smaller displacements <clears throat> in places like Philippines. 400 is like that's a big this is that is the gang leader right there yeah well at least you can get out of your own way yeah the gang leader has has the xp 400 adventure scooter and you don't want to mess with that guy (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i'm fascinated by it because as a biker i would watch that tv show well here's the thing that's a cool scooter you know (laughs) but it's like i would never buy one that's cool scooter i still don't want it that's a cool scooter. (laughs) yeah i know (laughs) and i just so do the scooters think it's cool bagel can you speak for all of them wait for the mac chime well no it's that i I gave up on that but it's it's uh (laughs) i think it's i think it's worth checking out i will say i mean it's it looks like it's a fairly big fairly big for a scooter so you know, I, I don't know how it would feel to ride. Oh, but it does seem like it carries its weight pretty low, at least. And um, you know, and it it it, it also has, one thing that's interesting: it has a very long wheelbase. It looks like, yeah. So um, that might be actually kind of fun for hill climbing. Hmm. God, please tell me that's a thing. <laughs> scooter hill climbs is that a thing? Uh, it has ha- it has happened. Oh yes, I would watch that. <laughs> I, I, yeah it's it's one <laughs> i think it's like that what's that uh in, in in england they have the cheese race where they throw a cheese wheel down a hill and everyone tries oh, to yeah, chase yeah, it yeah. right right causes bodily uh, harm uh, although usually a hill climb with scooters is is like when you go to san francisco and and you try to make it up one of the really <laughs> steep hills and and you have people stalling that's what, I was, it, right? okay, that's what's known as a scooter hill climb is parking in san francisco <laughs> yeah. got it <laughs> yeah <laughs> come on guys <laughs> well i'm ju- i'm just curious um yeah, it's just funny. And but also I didn't know that Peugeot was still around. Yeah, they they were bought by an Indian company. Oh, oh so man. doing the same thing as 
name a various company that come on who was uh, so saying, Royal Enfield pulling from 210 yeah. years of history and who, who, who did is Buell the original Buell's did, did someone else bought them are they Indian now as well or is that oh I don't know who owns Buell now but Buell is now Fuel no 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 Buell but, is but, yeah, but, but Eric, Buell, Eric is now Fuel Eric yes. is Fuel um, Buell is Buell was bought by someone else and is <laughs> now just making things under the name but are, are they out of where are they out of I don't know I, th- I, don't I know. thought it was US I'm not sure but I wanted to get to so why Morgan is here and what what I was finding. Uh, I was brought in uh, for my expertise and knowledge. Uh, Liza, you know, direct dialed me. A lot of, not not a lot of you have my number, but uh, <laughs> Liza called me specifically as an expert and asked me to come in. And, you know, I've got a busy schedule, so I thought, you know what, anything for the garage, anything for friend Liza. So <clears throat> yes, I'm here to share my expertise and knowledge that I was requested for. Thank you. The check is in the mail. <laughs> So, Bagel, I think you'll find this interesting. <clears throat> so, All right. when I was just going through, like, motorcycle news and just keeping up, seeing what's what, I started seeing kind of a, the same but different announcements coming up. I'm just going to read to you some of these uh, announcements that I found. Uh, Cake, Unveil, Trail, and Track Focus, Limited Edition, Boot Buck Model, Cake, they're electric, um, almost a, Scandinavian step, a step up from like uh, Suron, but they're not big, full motorcycles. They're very, very angular and blocky. They're yeah, yeah, lo- yeah. They love... They, Small, they electric love, motorcycles. If, if people have a favorite shape, if companies have favorite shapes, theirs is rectangles. They yeah, yeah, really yeah. love rectangles. So, you see that, John? <laughs> so, Cake, they're yeah. making a, a dirt bike, a full-on I, I don't know how bike. it's different than okay, their Okay, I need to get count. through this list. You can't count me on any, all of them. Just let me get through. Hold on. Uh, so cake. So and then we got um, Eric Buell. Uh, he has a new bike called the Flow F L L O W double L, of course. Which is a what is? Were you saying that's like the Saunders? What is that like? No, no, no. That's the. Um, Thank you. Great question. As an expert, let that's me share a small, my. It's like a small. It's a motorcycle. No, it's it's it's, a motorcycle. it's meant to be a small commuter, probably yes. in competition with something like Zeros S. Or um, oh, you think it's that full size? Oh God, yes. It's, okay, the power on it is is odd, but it's, it has an extremely powerful motor. But they caps it at, at a very very low top speed. Okay, um, and it's here's a, one very unusual. John, remember we were up at one show and we learned about Riehus. I did. We interviewed yeah. them. They were cool looking. It's too. a Spanish company that's made a comeback. They have announced an electric dirt bike. Hopefully, picking up where Alta left off. Looks like a like yeah, it's a legit. A Riehu makes very good. Um, dirt bike. So now they have an electric enduro, and then we also have. I found one. Electronic motorcycle company will build headquarters in Hawaiian Gardens. It's a company called Rivid R Y V I D. Yeah, a Rivid Anthem, and, which is an e motorcycle. Which I don't even know how to describe that. I do. We'll get there. Is that something from like Wally or something? Uh, it's do you, like, want me, do you want me to give my description? Yeah, go ahead on that one. Okay, it's interesting. It's. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, there was imagine <clears throat> a male dog, and uh, the the prominent feature of a male dog is where they stuck the battery. And if you combine that with with Johnny Five from Short Circuit, that is the Rivet Anthem. Yeah, it's kind of cool looking though. I kind of like it. I mean, everyone likes that. <laughs> it's happy to All see. All right, me. I'm going to keep going. Uh, but wanna- the idea was that it's going to be a modular detachable battery, so you can grab oh. that. Plop, plop it off, grab it inside, swap another one on. Oh, really? That's their idea is it wanted to be accessible so you can grab that battery, detach it, and it was 
going to be tr- they want to succeed where they felt that the Saunders motorcycle let people down. You calling this a dog dick motorcycle? I am okay. very much so. Um, Johnny Five dog dick. Twenty twenty three Kawasaki electric motorcycles and twenty twenty four hybrid motorcycles. So that's Kawasaki. They're wait, wait, wait. Hi- hybrid? What? Yeah. Yes, hybrid. What? They, they've been gas te- electric? Or? Hi- yeah, they've been teasing it for a couple yeah, of years yeah, yeah. now, and people really? are like, "Really, you're not going to do yeah, that?" Yeah. And they're we're like, just, "Yep, we're doing it." Uh, Aprilia Electrica project. Aprilia. Has a looks like a supermoto. That's cool looking coming right out, there, right? I'm just skipping through because there's so. This is what I'm saying. There's so many of them. Uh, here we have a bike called the Velocifero. You've heard of that one? Morgan? Only, only, only today when you mentioned Which it. Which looks kind of Gromish, yeah. right? Yeah, supermoto Velocifero, Gromish. I'm not done yet. Uh, Kimco Supernex and Revonex electric motorcycles with unique and weird styling. Have you seen these? Yeah, I saw the Kimco yeah, and I was little, doing research little, for little, hex, little hexagons all over them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Inspires you to think about bees once again, yeah, circling yeah, yeah. back eternally about bees. And then we can't forget about the Benelli Dong scooter. How, how does that Benelli uh, Dong make you feel? I mean, it's happy to see me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, so, I mean, the reason we're not deep diving into any single one of these is because I was seeing this yeah, I was over right. and over, right on what? Um, uh, Kimco's, uh, what Livewire's merger includes partnership with Kimco. Oh, okay. That was, that oh. was so I, I was right about that. It sparked, you mentioned Kimco, and I'm like, they're doing something with Livewire, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, they're partnered. So, uh, and we're, we're not even talking about Livewire or Energica or Zero or, or Lightning or any of these m- companies we know have been around. Um, and you also have like the Damon and the Saunders and there's a whole bunch that have kind of Saunders been, is actually delivering bikes, but they were announced a year or two, three ago is what I'm saying. We're not talking about those. What I'm saying is when I see this many announcements, some from companies that have been around a long time that have funding like Kimco, when you get other ones that I've never heard of that are small new startups. And I realized like, when you already have established companies like Energica and Zero, who um, are you know can, are cranking out bikes to meet the d- demands as best as they can, but it's not like there's a huge market. And to me, this is like the electric motorcycle thunderdome that we're about to see happen. Because there's no way all of these companies are going to survive. They can't all exist at the same time. <coughs> So who's going to win? And is it possible that you may get some small companies that are going to thrive and survive and some of these big companies, might this be the thing that kills them? Morgan's waiting patiently. And I will, I will intro this, Morgan, because you made this, this um, comparison, which I think is great. This is like the Wild West and the land grab when everyone headed west to, to grab land for themselves and it's like all these companies are all coming together at the same time who's going to win who's going to survive and the question and the reason i brought you in morgan is are any of these companies bringing something new to the table or is everyone just going to china and and walking down the factory row and pulling out a menu and picking things and having them all assembled well th- thank you for the question liza as, a, <laughs> as an expert my opinion is <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, there's one of the things that the first things to consider is that 
how simple the basic idea of an electric vehicle is. There's basically like three parts. Oh, you have okay. a motor, you have an inverter or controller, and you have batteries. Yeah. Like the combination thereof are, are endless, but you basic three parts. There's been electric motors for a long, long time, and there's inverters options out the wazoo, and then you can build your own battery packs with these little modular bricks, and so it doesn't take much for someone to go, if I have these three parts, I can advertise a motorcycle. So let me ask you this. I mean, and I know you don't, you may not actually know the answer, and this is your best guess or opinion. Are any of these companies actually developing new technology, or are they all just, like I said, picking and choosing from the menu of what's available? Thank you for the question. As an expert, mm-hmm. uh, I, <laughs> the, the thing that people claim they want is modular replaceable batteries on the fly to eliminate the whole charge cycle where you can just go to a go to a wall grab a battery brick out like at a gas station you they're saying they want that i have issues with the concept of that um i don't i'm just from 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 a a mechanical (laughs) standpoint of who who uses who abused this this one's dead why did i get this is Where's the accountability on mm-hmm, that? Mm-hmm. And then you have to adhere all to the same spec voltage. This is rambling stuff that no one wants to hear about right now. I, I have some issues with the technical side of that, also just in terms of space saving. Um, <clears throat> but it is a way to quickly grow the infrastructure. Potentially. Yeah, um, I mean, we, we need that to The, happen, the main so. thing is that a lot of these bikes are uh, smaller, meant to be around like <coughs> 125cc comparison in gas, in gas world. Okay. And... We in North America are very much a highway culture, and these are not something that North Americans gravitate towards unless you're in a dense urban city, you know, in New York, Chicago, something where you can zip around. Like we had a um, a guy show up today on a Suron. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you see that? The guy yeah, showed? he's here all the time, Conrad. Yeah. Oh. Um, he, and that is, a, oh my God, that's a fun little toy. It won't mm-hmm. get very far, but it zips you around in the streets and... Um, it's a little hooligan machine. It's mm-hmm. lightweight enough and it's powerful enough. And this is like a perfect use for electric stuff. It, it accomplishes those. And a lot of these 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 bikes you've mentioned are kind of the Rivet Anthem specifically is trying to get into that sort of of market and like oh it can do highway for a little bit, but like the Saunders Metacycle takes twelve seconds to get from zero to sixty, mm. and yeah, that's going to put a lot of people <laughs> off. Um, so absolutely great in Europe and Asia and, uh, India, like as a lot of these, these, these companies are out of India. There's a Persang, I think, um, have these little electric bikes they're making. There's just, there's all, there's an endless amount of actually Indian small bikes and scooters and the Kawasaki little hybrids. They're all meant, they're, they're low power models. There's a tagline in this, um, Velocifero. They're calling it urban mobility. Yeah. And these little electric scooter things excel at that. Yeah. They really do because they don't attract attention. Um, you can, they're not going to stress out the infrastructure because you plug them into your wall at home. And I want to go back. You're comparing it to a 125cc, not a 50cc? It definitely could be compared to a 50cc. I'm just, the the, the yeah. top end ones are like a 125 and the um, the smaller ones are closer to 50. Okay. Yeah. But for, for people who don't follow uh, energy curve or a... Um, zero, what would you compare that to? They're full-size bikes. So like a leader bike? They, yes. 650 they, to 1,000cc yes, leader bike? very much right. so. Okay. But that, that, that live wire, mm-hmm. Energica, mm-hmm. and Zero definitely make the full-size, full-power, Yes. this is a motorcycle experience. So, and what kilowatt battery would you describe as full-power? Are we talking about ba- well, 12 and up, 14 and up? <clears throat> it's not so much battery, it's, it's the motor capacity output. Okay. 
So I would say anything over 40 kilowatts output is, is definitely motorcycle. Okay, so I'm looking at this, again, this Velocifero. It says that... That's going to be like 50 horsepower. An electric motor with 3 kilowatt output. Yep, that's... I mean, that's... that's get, get So this move, is like a 50cc scooter. 20 miles an hour, maybe? Is that a dirt bike or a street well, bike? it says... Uh, um, it says that... This is a street bike. Um, that it can... Max speed is set at 90 kilometers. What's that? <laughs> 65 it's not gonna it's it's no that's no that's 50 that's 50 ish something it's not gonna it'll take 30 seconds i mean but this is it looks like a grom so let's compare it to yeah well i mean you already have that with the csc city slicker that already exists oh right did you see the csc they make what looks like a cub but it's it's a city slicker it's yeah that's cool looking yeah all right so i'm gonna look at oh the uh the dog dick bike i mean sorry rivet anthem uh yeah the rivet uh, we'll go 75 miles on a single charge. Again, at what speed? That is the 30, question. 30 miles an hour, maybe. Right. Yeah. So you, the, the range, if it's not stated with the actual speed, it doesn't mean nothing. And the same thing. If they say it'll do 120 miles per hour and they don't list the range, it that's there's you're not you getting all the information. You pick, you, you, they, they list two, pick one. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying when they only list one, that's me. 80 miles an hour, 80 miles of range. Pick one. Yeah. So what? Who who's driving the innovation then for this? Is, is it coming, filtering down from the car innovations and then sort of making its way into motorcycles, or or are there people like working on motorcycle batteries specifically, in order to the thing know? the thing with the the difference the main difference between the motorcycles and the cars is that motorcycles space is a premium. The cars have the luxury of having extra right. frame space to tuck things, so they get to use. Um, the cylinder cells, the things that look like traditional batteries, they're cylinders. Right. Uh, because they're cheaper to make and they, they don't necessarily need to be as, as power dense, but they can have so they have thousands of them. But the tech would be the same, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just miniaturized. Yeah, but then the, the pouch cells, are they look like your cell phone and they're uh-huh. more expensive. They have a higher charge and discharge rate and they're much more stack efficient because you're out of space. Mm-hmm. So generally, the premium bikes are all using these expensive pouch cells mm. because they need to cram as much energy in there as possible um uh, you know in a minimum space so all of the little kind of smaller scooters mopeds these the ones you're mentioning are generally going to have the cheaper cylinder cells because they're not springing from the premium pouches right so back to liza's question who's who's developing that is it all developed in china and everyone's incorporating that or no i think or is like zero building those specifically I think a lot of the designs are done here, but they will. They might farm it out to China, like Ferris's, yeah. Ferris's, who makes um, uh, Zero's battery cells, and I think also like Formula E battery cells. Their head headquarters is in Hayward. Okay, um, but their factories in China. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some companies like um, uh, Zero Energica. I assume they're not just going and picking from a menu. They are giving specs their, and their and designs are designing. In-house. They design and it. Then yeah. they're having companies make it, but some companies you can go to china and just pick parts yeah well that very and, much and so. build you something can, and then you, the design is what you throw in samsung and makes battery cells you can buy off the shelf the samsung 50g is a very popular uh 2170 battery cell that's used in a lot of yeah. cars and a lot of bikes too or you know the cheaper uh the, the smaller bikes or, or the yeah so i wanted to kind of separate because i know a lot of people a lot of people still aren't excited about electric motorcycles and they're like I, I ride my harley i love it i'm not giving it up or you know my my gold wing or whatever i get it we're not trying to force you to change we're not telling you, you need to change what i'm saying is 
their shit is about to go down, and this is kind of exciting. Uh, so you have full-size bikes, yep. which are categories, like we said, like zero, zero live wire, zero live like wire right. yeah. Then you've got these mid-size, smaller bikes that are Saunders, basically Rivet, Super a small displacement motorcycle. And then you have the electric scooters. Overgrown e-bikes. That are really common in other countries. Bagel, do you know anywhere that they're like, that are really using a lot of e-scooters? Oh, China. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. China's definitely got a lot of them. Yeah. Um, I, there might be some other places in Southeast Asia as well, like Vietnam possibly. I'm not sure. But there are, there are other countries where it's becoming really common. And yeah. then you get the e-bikes, things with pedals that qualify as like a moped, don't need a license, even though things like Surons can go as fast as a lot of these scooters and motorcycles. It's kind of like the lines are getting really hazy. Surround's Sur- fun them. because they're, they're, they're quality. They're meant to be hooligan machines. They're yeah, not I meant know. to be the, the, um, like the suit, like, like but super 73, super, super Soko. I was going to say is the okay. company that makes a real, real tame moped ish. Like, but yeah. it looks like a finished motorcycle, but it's like, Top speed of 30 miles an hour. Well, you get Super 73, Monday Motorbikes. Super These are very much wants to be a, a, bikes. a small motorcycle. They're bikes, but their speed is getting up there. So it's blurring the line between the scooters it, and the small. It's extremely important to the Super 73 crew that the bike does highway speeds. I know them because I, I know the, those guys yeah. and I've met with them. And it's that was like, this must do highway speeds. There's no... I will not accept anything less than it doing highway speeds. So you get all you get all these different variations, and some of it is because yes, there isn't that much of a market now, but we already know in twenty thirty five here in California they've said you won't be able to buy new gas vehicles. It's a very good chance that Gavin Newsom won't be in office in twenty thirty five, and that a new law or goal will be created. It'll be Gavin Olson. But I'm just saying, Wait. as of right now, in California, there are companies gearing up to meet the demand that will be coming. Another point that you brought up that I think is, is excellent mm-hmm. is you were talking about parents getting their um, college kids yeah. a small bike to traipse around campuses or things like that. Yeah. Something, and these fit the bill very, very well. And I counter argued that, you know. <sighs> We have a stigma here, at least in North America, that motorcycles are dangerous and a little bit make you a little bit of a mischievous person. They don't have a wholesome mm-hmm. uh, uh, connotation necessarily. So, like, oh, would you buy a motorcycle for your daughter? Like, whoa! And that's that, and and, and it's, it's it's bogus. And you have tried very very hard to combat that, and you do very very well. You know, just on you know on, on a daily basis with with you promoting riding in general and things like were were. And but it's it's there's a stigma that we have to get past, I think, here as a country that that motorcycles should be more wholesome and accepted. Well, and I was referring to, as I said in that that um, article there, urban mobility. I say that, um, yes, we're used to we need to have a motorcycle that's freeway capable so we can leave our town. Right. But I argue that there are a lot of small displacement scooters. Yep. And, I mean, even going back when I was a kid, mopeds were a big deal, right? Yeah. That gave you more mobility than a bicycle. Yeah. But we're urban mobility. They're keeping you in your town. And I I thought, you know, I think they're actually more common and popular than we really think. Um, 
like the kid who came today on his 50cc scooter i have another 50cc scooter in the driveway that uh, my neighbor left and i just sold it to my friend who's given it her to her daughter to take up to, to college and i'm like but I think you, that that is a market that is not really on our radar. It's a, it's a question of where does the demand where what uh, niche does the e bike not fill? That where does the the the, the electric kind of mopedish thing where, yeah. where where where's the step there? Where do you graduate well, from a good quality e bike to a full well, on electric e bike moped right or scooter thing? E bikes are. Huge. Oh yeah, they're awesome, and it's they, they huge. there may not actually be a need for for you know a kind of electric moped if you have e bikes as good as they are. How much are e bikes going for? Several thousand. Because like my hardware store down the street now has a range of e bikes for sale. Yeah, up on the shelf. I'm like for real, and they are about twelve thirteen hundred dollars. I want to say it's going to depend on again build quality because we're again still in the very much frontier yeah. wild west and. I it, cool. I love the idea of a cheap e-bike, but a, having seen battery fires, I am also not okay with the idea of a cheap e-bike <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because yeah. I don't know how they built it and what safety measures they put in or didn't put in because they can cheap out on this and it really ain't regulated. Well, that's well, the difference between a cheap e-bike and an inexpensive e-bike. <clears throat> yeah. Well, and yeah. How, how is the average person supposed to know what brands are to be trusted? Within right. this in this frontier wild west where everyone has an e-bike. So what I'm saying is I think that, so the e-bikes are already a huge mar- market. They're really cool. And I think that the e-scooters can tap into that same same market, right? So I don't that, know. That can already they? is being shown that it exists. But I wanted to talk a second about the electric uh, dirt bikes, like Riehu entering that market. Yeah. There I is, find this interesting yeah. because, yeah, we know that Alta came and went, and Alta made it's a, been a void ever since. Made a great competition-worthy bike, but we're also not talking about an existing electric dirt bike that has been around a while, years now. And in fact, most people have never heard of it just because there isn't a market or so, demand for it. For me to be interested in that, you know, because similar to Jim, I go down to the desert and go up in the mountains and stuff and ride. It'd have to have the removable and exchangeable battery because I want to I want to go out for a couple of days and be able to ride and not have to think about bringing well, a generator with me to recharge. What I'm saying is I, I'm I'm kind of surprised that companies like Riehu and there was another uh, another one Cake making the electric dirt bikes bringing to the market when KTM has been making the free ride for what at least like five years yeah, longer, right? Yeah, it's real small though. But it's a legit. It's a dirt bike. Absolutely. Dirt bike. It's small, but yeah, it's between, KTM, between trials and, and dirt bike. KTM makes the free ride an electric yeah. dirt bike, which it's a it's a legit bike. And I think that for the small market that is looking for an electric dirt bike, they they're supplying it. So I'm kind of surprised that there's more companies coming to try and get I'm into pleased. that that yeah. like I didn't even know that the market exists there for that. Um, so that, that was interesting to me because again, we're talking about all these different big bikes, small bikes, scooters, and then dirt bikes is a whole nother. One really nice thing about dirt bikes is that generally you're not going to be going fast enough to be encountering the the main problem that electric highway bikes encounter, which is wind resistance and aerodynamic drag. Because if you're, you know, traipsing back hills and trails doing spurts of between 
10 and 30 miles an hour um, and you're whipping around on narrow trails, it's you get you're going to get a lot, a lot more range than any highway, you know, electric road bike just because you're not getting all that wind drag. And so you could even on a battery like half the size of, of the road bike, um, you could be out there for hours on the trails and still have plenty of get up and go like that. This is just the reality of it is because you're going mm-hmm. overall slower. You're not constantly hammering the throttle at all times. You're on off on off on off. It's great for that. Yeah, it's really great for that. I think and so the things like this, this Rio, 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 and um, and the uh, the Stark uh, bike, which yeah, is the other competition. Um, if those come out as 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 promised, those could be like really fun, like trail bikes, or just mess around at Hollister Hills around here locally, or just just to mess around in the woods, and it doesn't bother people because there's not lots of noise and smoke and and risk of setting things on fire. So again, let's just just talking about these dirt bikes. So got the KTM free ride. Now we got the Riehu and the Stark. Stark. Do you think this will start bringing the price down now that there's competition for the market? Well, right now there's 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 nothing to compare it against because there's yeah. nothing nothing exists. So they're going to set the prices, then they're going to fight amongst themselves. Yeah. for control well, of the and market. The other thing that's interesting is a lot of people don't realize or remember that Zero started out as a dirt bike. Well, bicycle. But it was it was dirt off road. They still make the FX, which is no, their- no, no, but not street legal off road. Ah. So it is, it is more cost effective for companies to make an off road only vehicle because you don't have to meet all the like DOT uh, demands and controls, and so you can bring something to market more affordably and then get your foot into the market you realize they're also Suron's also making a dirt bike the the, the storm bee oh, oh. we're back to bees again um, oh and bagel you have a deposit down on the the super 73 motorcycle have you had any update mm-hmm. on that uh there there was an update a couple of months ago i think um <clears throat> I, I it wasn't uh it wasn't any big news, but um, yeah. I think they were, you know, just moving moving forward towards, mm-hmm. you know, production, and and I think they were, were going to say it's, it's next next year. So, yeah, look at the look at the Suron Storm B. Yeah, I'll check that uh, out. Um, so, our big one cutting out. Yeah. All right. So, so, so sorry. So, so here's my question. If if there's only a handful of manufacturers making the components, the batteries, the inverters, there's a lot of battery manufacturers and a lot of inverter manufacturers and a lot okay. of motor manufacturers. So, so basically, all these new bikes that are coming out are just iterations mm-hmm. on different chassis and sort of setups, for the most part. Right? Yeah, kind of. So the question for me is, and and as somebody who's interested, kind of curious about electric motorcycles, but not ready to pull the trigger, I'm I'm, I'm my question is is like. Who's driving the technology to make them better? Because if it's all coming from similar, similar suppliers making similar technology, it would all, to go to the next level. It feels like there needs to be a massive, you know, inflection of cash into it, like from Kawasaki or from Yamaha, in order to sort of just go to the next level in terms of battery technology and motor technology. Those is, guys, that, is and, that right, or am I not? And you're, there's one other important factor you're forgetting: charging technology. Right. Yeah. A lot of these, the companies like Kawasaki or Honda are just, 
dipping their toe into the water just in the most there's a big toe though there's just <laughs> no it's it's i mean it yeah but they're barely like they they touch the surface and they're just right. like, make the faintest of ripples and they're not, no one's diving in you know kawasaki is making a small displacement hybrid electric thing but it's only a matter of time Hon- isn't it before honda showed an outline of like you know yeah. drop shadow of like 10 and they were all scooter shaped right mm-hmm. like one was possibly small motorcycle shape but the rest from all scooters like nothing's diving in head first ducati um people are going to point and say oh but ducati because ducati's taking right, over moto e yep they have not even hinted that they would make that bike available for the public yeah so let me ask you though because i know you follow this closely and most of these bikes you're you're familiar with or heard of um is there is there anyone who you think is is going to take the lead and, and be the the strong survivor yeah um because again, you have big companies who are going to have money behind them, uh, and then you have these little companies. Uh, you know. I mean, they're just picking up the pieces. Little companies. I I, I yeah. hate seeing. I hate the wait and see answer because I see this from so many people is that. Well, I'm just going to wait and wait until one of the big companies I makes mean, the thing. I'm assuming Honda will swoop down. They are. They're not ignoring what's going on. They're right. following very closely what oh, everyone yeah, is to, doing. Yeah, they have to be. And they they may buy straight up buy out zero or something like if they if they fe- right. if they fell in love with zero, they they could just go, "Well, we're going to buy you. Your zero is now a division of Honda now." You know. I assume when Honda comes, it's game over. That's what I assume. Um, game, lights out for everyone else. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, maybe. Um but I don't I don't have a strong impression from anyone right now. I, I don't get a sense from anyone of, of who's that's, that's going to be right now. I just don't. I don't get that it's going to be Honda, Kawasaki, Suzuki, or Yamaha. I, it, I don't get a feeling from anyone. And especially how, how Harley treated the whole Livewire project. They're, they they, they had, like embraced it, and then like they kind of gave an awkward, backed off the hug halfway through. How much are they still investing in Livewire? Are they are they still? Involved? There's been some un, uh, unhappy news articles of how they like just just had an investor pull out of like a hundred million dollars, really something like that. And I so I don't want, first off I don't want to bad mouth the company or the bikes because no, the Livewire is a phenomenal bike and yeah, I think the S two like Delmar the upcoming one yes mm-hmm. looks really cool. It's cool. I think it's it, there's things I would change, but no one asked me. Um, I think if it had taller suspension and knobbies, it could be a cool off-road bike. It could. It's, it's like almost that, there. It looks like it wants yeah. to be. But um, go, yes, go I, ahead. All right, I have a question. All right, so can we um, can we just trying to give like a, the big picture? Uh, a styling is something that each company can bring to their own styling. That's something that can be unique. But when it comes to battery technology, right, charging technology. Yep. And controller technology. That's my total point. It's not like there's anyone who's creating something that's completely different and far ahead, right? We're kind of bound by the by, current, by the current yep, by limitations. The, yeah, current limitations of of design and engineering, right? Yeah. I've, so if yeah. anyone says that they make something that's twice as better than the other, it's may not be correct. So generally, generally, right? And then you get certain bikes, like some of these mid-sized bikes, they're literally pulling parts off of a shelf and creating something that is just a smaller, simpler, cheaper version of something, right? Yeah. So 
Now I forget my question. Well, I think it goes back. <laughs> I think it goes back to the oh. greater industry. Oh, no, so no. when isn't there sodium batteries that are that are coming out? Soon? I mean, so, everyone's promised the moon. So the, the thing is to go off of what Liza's saying. Once something like a sodium battery is developed Look, by somebody, then I, it'll filter I'll in. I'll believe right? it when I see it. All right. So my question is again: establishing everybody's kind of limited by the same engineering and, and technology right now, and if it's a cheaper bike, it's because it's just off the part. But or they has skimped on anybody? Stuff bringing something to the market that is they're doing something better than other people for instance you we we talked mentioned uh the damon announced that they were making a bike that did something no one else does right and um i i I can't speak to the damon until i actually see they don't have any production however i will say one of the things among many promises they have promised, mm-hmm. there are two things that look really appealing. Yes. If the bike ever makes it to the streets. Yes. Two of those things are their original shift uh, technology, which is the one where it you press a button and it moves the handlebars and the pegs to be more relaxed or more aggressive on the fly. Do you so know about this? No, I haven't known about it. Just raises the bars. Yes. That's really cool. Or lowers the bar and the pegs to make it more upright or more yeah. scrunched down. So, yeah, I want to repeat this. This is a bike that you can change the ergonomics yeah. at a press of a on button. On the fly. Yeah. So the suspension, the pegs, and the handlebars. the suspension does anything. I mean, that's like MotoGP technology. That may, well, it's, the, quite, seat frankly, height, the seat it's height changes. Quite frankly, not, it's just like a servo and some... Right, of course. Right. Yeah. But they made it so that you can adjust the bars and the pegs that's, to fit your that, body. Yeah. So, but again, that's a chassis thing, not a battery. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. All things being the same in the technology... Who's doing something different? And the they other, announced that. The other thing cool. that they announced, again, I, these bikes don't exist yet, so you can't, I'm not going to put any weight behind this, but they also said they wanted to have bi-directional charging on it. means you could pull up and plug this thing into your house and power your house off of it, which I love, because mm-hmm. all EVs should be doing that. We have all these people buying Tesla power walls and um, other battery backup systems for your home. Yet you're driving around on one that is five times the energy density, and you can't pull the power out. Hmm. Stupid. Right. But you don't, you don't need I think generator. the Ford Lightning does that. Right? They, they have a small mm-hmm. inverter. They're, they're dipping small the toe one. in the right direction, but you should be able to just tap into. Right. So, other than Damon, who else is doing something slightly different? Which has to be like design or chassis. It's not going to be battery or charging. It's, is anybody doing something again, different? I, again, I don't know if Damon's actually going to do anything, but we'll see. Right, I, I, don't, I don't want to trash him right now. I just, there's... Right, don't, but they, they, that's their goal. Yeah. So who else says they're bringing something different? And I'm wondering if any of these things are going to be become more common that everyone will have. There are eventually. definite you know, small refinements within the electric motorcycle uh, 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 world, but I don't see anything... Like that goes, oh my God, I can't believe no one's ever done that yet. Like there's a lot of things I really, really like, but I don't want to uh, uh, just drone on and on about different features of Zero or Livewire or Energica right now, even though all three companies are doing cool things in their own right. But there's nothing that's like, oh crap, that could affect the whole industry. To that, I want to seg into something that I think very much mm-hmm. would. And this is partly due to my dad's life work. Obviously, um, <clears throat> for those of you who know my dad's Craig Vetter, mm-hmm. um, who did Vetter fairings and other designs. That would be St. Craig Vetter. And mm-hmm. he, um, one of the things he's always bugged him was um, the FIM's ruling in 1957 that banned streamlining killed dustbin fairings. Mm-hmm. And he's right. Um, it was, I actually dug through old magazines and I found the actual announcements of the actual date. I wrote it down and I can bring them in sometime if you want, but essentially the banning of dustbin fairings, I think has been misconstrued and misunderstood 
Um, and dustbin is referring to the fact that it also covers the front wheel. Dustbin actually is because it looks like a an ash bucket, which which is yeah. uh, in 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 England where you scoop out your ashes in your fireplace. You turn one of those ninety degrees sideways. It looks exactly like the fairings that they put on the nineteen fifties race bikes. Mm-hmm. So dustbin fairing. They covered the front wheel and, the, and most of the rider and all that, right. and they really sped up the the riders. And there were there were crashes and accidents exponentially higher than before because they were going higher speeds. And they had really crappy tires and really crappy suspension, really crappy brakes, and board track races mm. and you know, race tracks. And they needed something to slow the riders down. And they're like, "Well, this is and and they demonized the dustbin fairings and completely outlawed them in 1957." And it was a stopgap. They should have fixed the tires, fixed the tracks, fixed the whatever. But somehow people got it that these things will just absolutely blow over in a sideways. There's ways oh. around that. There's ways around. You could engineer this. You can make a gap. You can make a thing. And I, I was watching this this um, recently. It was it was like a ten minute video about the amazing technology of streamlining of today, where they've added the wing. Yeah, and wing. I was like, and it, and it covered briefly touched on the F, the dustbin fairings. I said, well, and these things are exceptionally dangerous, and there's just no way around that. And then uh-huh. moved on. I'm like, you, I would absolutely love it if someone would get into someone in the FIM's ear to revert this, yeah. and then let people experiment with what actual yeah. real streamlining does because. One of the things that dad did is he loved to build fully enclosed streamlined shapes, which fine. They look like a giant fish. Mm-hmm. They're not attractive, but there's got to be an in-between. And with dad's streamlined body shape, he got double the range. Yeah. Double. Oh. Terry. That's how Terry Turchner crossed Smith. the U.S. and Alan Smith. Yeah. Taking the standard, you know, Energica bike that in, in, in his 2017 model would get 60 highway miles. It's doing 120 highway miles. Yeah. Same bike, just different body work. Wow. There is no reason that the FIM shouldn't roll this back. And if, if, if you actually find the danger, engineer around it. Engineer around that so they don't blow over in the sideway and act like a giant sail. You put a hole in it in certain parts. but Right. The, and, and today, we, we have the technology for brakes and tires and do. suspension where we can, we can completely set it up we do. that. Absolutely. So, so why, aren't the, why aren't Zero and Livewire? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Gosh. Thanks, why, why aren't they investing in that kind of fairing technology? Just because it's understood that that will make you fall over. Uh-huh. Because everyone knows that. Well, you put training wheels on that Cross, pop out and you slow down. It's, and also, <laughs> so, because if, 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 if the FIM undid it and then that technology would make its way to the track and you start to get more slippery streamlined yeah. shapes with that is what people want to like. That guy, the track bikes get they got the fastest bike. That's he's. I want that. I want. I want that. That makes it way. It's right. way down to the street. Drives bikes. the technology all the way. It, yeah. Yeah. All right. I have another question. If FIM would revert that. We could have so much cool stuff, and it would double your efficiency. You could get people. Oh, this bike doesn't have range. One hundred fifty miles. Three hundred miles because it's all of a sudden a streamlined body shape. Right. People would love that. Come on, FIM. The misfits are calling you. Are you done whining? You asked me here as an expert, Liza, so I'm giving my expert I know, opinion. I, know. I have another question. So we were just talking about how uh, all things being the same in in the industry. That um, I'm just wondering if somebody was to come out with an electric motorcycle that costs a hundred thousand dollars. Although those those exist. Could it be a bike that meets all the things the public wants? Could it be a bike that can go two hundred miles on a charge that's in charged in five minutes? 
or are we bound by technology right physics now? Physics is physics, isn't it? Uh, that's about, what I'm saying. Right now, lithium-ion chemistry, is, 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 that really Money, hurts. not an issue. I'm saying, could they make a bike? Sure, but you re- replace the battery pack every 500 cycles. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> it's just, you fried that'd, it. That'll be 20 grand it. to do that, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, because that's the other thing is the money. It'll and wear it out super fast. Yeah. Because you got, I mean, what's an average energy co- or load, zero load, now, like 20? Uh, low to mid 20s. Low to mid 20s. So then you also have people trying that's, to come out with these. The live wire, the zero $5,000. Co- right. That's where, the, bikes, that's where the Saunders Metacycle tried to come in. They ended right. up coming in at 65, but they were they promised five at the start, and they had yeah. a lot of trouble um, following up. <clears throat> So it's it's Here, now we're back to what one yeah. more thing actually yeah. that I really like in this area that we're going to is I think it's really cool is because these are so damn simple motor inverter battery yeah. pack there's a lot there's a big DIY crowd out there yeah and there's a lot of great YouTube videos of people just taking the time to learn oh I can get uh, uh, racks of, of battery cell holders and I can wire them I can put them in series and wire them into a BMS. And I can get this controller, the ASI BAC eight thousand. That's a that's a really powerful inverter. And I can get this motor from QS's hub motor. And I've got this old nineteen seventy four Honda frame. And I can stuff it all. And my God, I've built my own motorcycle that I can go and get groceries on. Mm. And people, and that's they get super excited. They get super jazzed about it. They're not like super high performance, but it's something that they have done. They feel super accomplished doing. They've made their own electric motorcycle. Sounds like the start of motorcycle in general back I, when they were converting bicycles. We're in the frontiers, my friends. Yeah. And I and I absolutely love watching these enthusiasts. A lot of them don't know what they're doing. A lot of stuff are doing stuff very dangerous. Okay, fine. Live and learn. Uh, hopefully don't hurt yourself or anyone else. But there's um, there's all sorts of great resources out there to to, to learn this. There's a, a forum called Endless, Endless Sphere, endless-sphere.com. And that's the go-to um, DIY electric motorcycle forum, and it's a great re- learning resource. I, you know, I I think the better analogy actually is the analogy. I th- I think from what I know of motorcycle history, there's a bunch of people making stuff in their garages. Yep. And Harley then the technology and matriculated up through, and then all of a sudden Harley grabs it, and Triumph grabs it, and Peugeot grabs it, and all these big, and it becomes more, and then they sort of exponentially bring it to the next level and bring it to the masses and drive the cost down. There, there is that, but I just, yeah. there's, I think there is a, a sudden, a little hidden gem of a, of a just a, in the market of people doing their own DIY stuff and sure. taking their frame of their old favorite thing. But that's a special and, person who knows how to build stuff. Not necessarily. It's no? like, it's not that complicated. Hmm. I've got people right. who can't change your oil. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't no oil so, change in these. Going, <laughs> going back, and I'm still trying to figure out why are all these companies coming in at the same time and who's going to win. So let's talk about the, the, the Eric Buell's fuel, right? Oh yeah. Interesting. Here's somebody who's been in the industry a long time is a innovator and a designer, much like your dad who was developing motorcycles different, you know, different with his like the radial brakes and stuff like that. Um, What is he doing different with fuel great question thank you uh in my expert opinion uh, <laughs> anyway yeah. i actually do have uh, some thoughts on this because i studied this bike as much as i could when he first announced mm-hmm. it and there are some unique things that he's doing a he very much is embracing pr- more proper body style like it's it's a smooth continuous shape it's mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. It, it it is not fim fairing at all uh so he is hopefully gonna get build upon the aerodynamic benefits however He's capping the top speed like super low. 
it was like 55, I think. It went on right. Maybe it's changed now. Well, it but, says it'll do zero to 60 miles per hour in 3.5 seconds. Again, this is the bizarre thing. But like it does that and then it, that's it. It has this massive hub motor and, and both wheels are actually both filled in. They don't have spokes. No, this one has spokes on the front. Oh, the back one's filled in because it's a yeah, hub motor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it is a hub motor. And it was a very, very powerful hub motor because it allows it to do 0 to 60 and 3.5. But the top speed was like 60. Like, that's it. Mm-hmm. It was. And the other thing he wanted to do, which I applaud him for, was it was DC fast charge compatible yeah. at like a really high speed, like 20 minutes charge time. Hmm. So he it's, it's odd because he was trying to make his sort of commuter-ish bike, but with like premium features on it. It was odd. And it was... Because it was like a, almost in the moped category of top speed, but it had ridiculous premium parts and price tag. I'm also seeing so the, these common phrases. It's a urban motorcycle. Yeah. Which means. Not highway. Not highway. And an e-commuter. I think it had a big pocket in it, too. Yeah, it's got a lot of storage. Um, yep. Like in the tank area, I think there's a giant pocket. But uh, what they're saying that it's uh, that they're that he's doing different is that um, it's designed to be upgraded easily. That is modular. Yeah, I like that. I mean, that's zero has been that way for a long time. You could you could take any zero um, between like 2013 and 2020 and swap out the batteries. He, he's saying he's got 21 utility and design patents on this new bike. Good for, good for him. Um, so I'm not sure what they are. Um, (laughs) I don't think we'll ever find out either. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, flow was designed in a modular way to evolve with technology and allow for upgradability. Best of luck to them. It's just odd because it's not a highway bike, which people are going to, going to have issue with, especially in places like LA. They need to hop on the highway for a little stretch. Now, another thing that... I mean, it'll go 85. I mean, that's... Really? Is well, that the top? Because I, I thought it was yeah. capped okay, a lot lower. So no, I'm looking. It's 85. Okay, maybe it's changed. Yeah. I'm, I'm misinformed that I'm out of So here's my something that the fuel flow is doing that I haven't heard on other bikes. That it's going to have um, optional safety technologies like blind spot detection and anti-collision warning. That is the big thing that Damon has built their entire platform claiming. All right, so so that's another thing that Damon the, the, is The things that the Damon company started off advertising were two things. One was the 360-degree radar anti-collision stuff, and they've made the claims of, well, we will completely eliminate motorcycle crashes by 2035. I was like, uh. And the other thing was the shift, the rider position changing about bars mm-hmm. and pegs. Those were the two things. They weren't even trying to make a motorcycle at first, as far as I can tell. And the best of my knowledge what i can find out is that they were just advertising these these technologies and someone off someone came along with a big bag of money and said make it and they went oh and they've been trying to do that for the last three or four years well one of the things that we misfits like to do is offer unsolicited advice and since we don't have a single person in front of us to offer this advice i want to instead go around the room and ask everybody what things they want to see on an electric motorcycle and we are going to be uh, giving our unsolicited advice to the man which one's the man just the man mm. any of them could be a woman are, it could be a woman you right? never know they could be listening so i am going to say what i would like to have on an electric motorcycle that i don't know that anyone is doing i want to have a ripping sound system by a jbl speaker set 
There you go. I'm just saying, it's a giant battery. I want to have a sound system built into it. Why not? Right? Fine with that. Great. I love it. Okay. John, what do you want to have? person on the subway uh, that wears the headphones inside out so you blast your <laughs> yeah. tunes. What Everyone want, loves that person. What do you want to have? Well, an, an affordable price. But, yeah, you know. Yeah, but we're above being, that. We're being realistic here. I know. But above that, <laughs> I would be most interested in e-bikes and e-motorcycles for dirt riding. So I mm-hmm. want an exchangeable battery that I can go away for a weekend and not have mm-hmm. to worry about uh, plugging in somewhere. Now... That's not going to happen here in the U.S. They didn't join that, right? There were a few countries that all agreed and manufacturers. Well, the company. There's each, a couple right? companies that are, that are in that talks partnering. It's not yeah. a country yeah. thing. It's companies. There's, there's a couple of them like you know Honda and they're in talks to make a standardized yeah, battery, that's which right, that's right. I have a rambling topic about, but I'm not going to do that here and now. Like I want to be able to do yeah, the yeah. BDR on an electric bike. That's that's a tall order. Someone though. did that on a Zero DSR recently, I they think. They did. Well, you just got to plan your stops, I guess, around, yeah. around plugins. Yeah. All right, Bagel, what do you want to have on an electric motorcycle? Well, or I want to have, uh, yeah, uh, I, well, scooter preferably. Uh, I would have a really big battery and uh, freeway speeds. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what I want. All right. <laughs> <laughs> bagel! I, I'm trying to shut it down because it's just the last at this point. Okay, uh. well, um. And I want to have, okay, um, to to go with that sound system, here's what I want to have. I want to have programmable sound effects, right? You can make your electric motorcycle sound like anything through those speakers. Ooh, I wouldn't mind to sound like a Jetsons car. There we go. See what I'm saying? You can have different. I, mine, mine would be the uh, the motorcycle from Excite Bike, the NES game. <laughs> that is see. That is something that would be fun. If you you have sound effects so you can make it sound like what you wanted to sound. Like. I, I, that's it's. There's companies out there making little janky things that do that. I'm not a fan, but that's my. Mm, that's me. That's that's not my mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then what is it that you want to see besides a dustbin fairing? That I want the FIM to remove those stupid <laughs> yeah. bylaws. Oh, yeah. I want them to revert them. They, they are they are ridiculous. They are uh, archaic, and I think the whole we the entire motorcycle industry could massively benefit from rolling this back and fixing aerodynamics to be not stupid. So just right for, now, just for electric or for gas bikes, too? everything. Yeah. It would, but it, the thing is, it would benefit electric more than anything else because the, the aerodynamics, the wind resistance, hurts electric so much more than gas. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to bring something else up, Morgan. Since you're here, mm. now, all right. I just want to ask you if you want to comment on the zero. Uh, uh, what's that? Cypress. What is it? Cypher store. Cypher. Cypher store. Yeah. Store. Now we talked about this recently, and I also used as an example, KTM has announced that they have on the new 890 Adventure Ooh, that you can pay yeah, for oh, upgrades. Yeah. So I just want to get your opinion on zero, and if if other electric companies are going to follow. Do you think that this is scammy or not that you pay to unlock battery capacity and charging times 
Is that scary? I generally I generally try to stay neutral on these things, just in fairness to the companies. But and I'm not throwing I'm zero not, under because I, that's why I said well, KTM is doing Tesla the same does thing. that too. I think don't yes they, they do. And yeah. also it was I think was it BMW or Mercedes got in a huge trouble for for bill, doing a monthly billing for heated seats and yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> this is not just one company yeah. doing it. It's an it's, industry thing that's it's, happening. It's an unfortunate way of the world that we're going to see happen happen because mm. people put up with it. Mm. Frankly, because and this is all. I would I would probably blame it back to stemming back from video game microtransactions, you know, yeah. Yeah. properties like yeah, Electronic yeah, yeah. Arts doing that nonsense, and it, it's seeped its way into the automotive world. I don't like it, but it's it, it's. But I think it, it's going to be reality. Does it lower the entry point for certain folks? There are there are actually there are a couple things where I do kind of I like it a little bit, like Zero's SR. They mm-hmm. it's a it's a detuned SRF, mm-hmm. visually identical for most part. There's like one hardware change, but it's it's a, an attractive price one, I think eighteen nine 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 something like that, but you could pay a little extra and upgrade it to get basically the SRF and SRS's specs if you want to in certain things. But it's I, I kind of like the lower. I I don't like that you've already paid for these physical parts, but you mm-hmm. can't right. use them until pay for more. But I I kind of on the entry level ones, I kind of I can sort of see the appeal of the upgrade. So path. should we expect to see this on more electric yes. vehicles? Yep, yep. It's gonna it's gonna happen. To everything. Did you see the the Buell bikes starting at eleven nine? If he makes them, good good for you, Eric. I hope yeah, so. I mean, that's that's quite a bit. What cheaper. was the battery capacity? Twelve. Yes. I just guessed that I had no memory whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of funny. You think about it that a lot of times the uh, price reflects the battery capacity in kilowatt hours. Yeah, I guess it makes sense. All right. So, and then uh, last question because we're going to wrap this up for the people who have no interest in electric and they're not. Really well, they've already tuned it. out, so they're not even no, listening. No, no, just no. Go but, test ride but, and come back with a smile. No, stop. What I what I want to ask you. What is all these companies, all these new bikes coming to market all at the same time? What does that mean to all the riders out there? Does this mean that uh, that it's going to speed up the uh, availability and and the infrastructure, and that they may be getting into it sooner than they realized? Like, what does this mean to the person whose electric isn't really on their radar yet? I, I don't think it means anything in terms of infrastructure because most of these smaller bikes don't use public EV charging infrastructure. They're, okay. they're meant to be lower power, so then you plug in your wall socket at home. It'll have no bearing on infrastructure. Um, what I'd like to do is increase awareness that these things exist and make it get the public interested in it so that every time I every time I stop and charge, someone comes up, they make electric bikes? And if we can get more and more of that every day, eventually people will discover, yes, they, there are electric bikes and they're really cool. And you should go test ride one, even if you don't end up liking, you know, wanting to just put the money down, you at least know they're there and you can check back on them periodically. All right. And then the, the last question, and this is for everybody here. I'm going to ask you a question. Uh, so we're coming up on our 500th episode. It's taken about 10 years to get here. So on our 1000th episode, I'm going to come back and listen to this. Um, and I want everyone to make a prediction now for 10 years Diapers, from now. Male diaper. Which company do you think will be the industry leader in electric motorcycles will it be somebody that's existing now uh and pick pick your pony or will it be a company we have yet to hear of so i'm going with honda that is my pony i'm going with you on honda you're you're going with honda yeah i really am all right bagel who you going with 
Oh, man. <laughs> He's got to pick Vespa. <laughs> no, no. Vespa is so behind the curve on, on electrics. Who's going to? I mean, it might, I wish, it might I be. Wish they were a leader. It might be Zero Energica. They may you know, stay or in or the Or even lead. Tesla. <laughs> I, yeah, no, I was, Tesla's staunchly I, a motorcycle. Yeah. I, I have, you know, part of me you know, really wants to say Zero because I think they've okay. done really well so far and they continue to. I hope they do. To. Yeah, they continue to, to work really hard well, at and they, producing great bikes. They so. continue to get investing to help them grow. Yeah. So you stick yeah. with zero? I'm, I'm going to go with zero. All right. Yep. Morgan. The oh, expert here. <laughs> this is, this is Ten years. Who's going to be the industry leader in electric motorcycles? I'm going to go with someone we haven't heard of yet. Okay. I think someone else. I think there's some innovation that's ripe for, for taking that someone's going to come out with something really cool. And do you think this will be a large company that just hasn't introduced electric yet? You know, like he said, like, like you know, um, uh, uh, Tesla, or do you think it'll be just a, a smaller company we've yet to hear of now? I think it'd probably be a larger one. Okay. That's why my bet's on Honda, because they're going to develop yeah. all this technology for their cars anyway. So they might as well. I could also be cheating and saying Honda might split off an electric division. You know, mm. that, that could be something we haven't heard of yet. Is well, because I think Honda's already planning on yeah. phasing out gas cars anyway. So, yeah. Uh, or you could say, well, I mean, Hero. It might be Hero. Yeah, might be. Might be Harley Davidson. <laughs> I'm just, just saying. that was a joke. All right. Well, um, guess what, guys. It's uh, game time. Oh, right. And I didn't dig deep in the bag for this one. I brought out an old game and I Top turned it into of... a new game. All right. And this game is simple. Yep. Uh, this is going to be single elimination Uh-oh. spelling bee. Oh, geez. Oh, well, it's all about, once again, we're back to um, bees. Bagel, you're going to win this one. We're, we're all, it's, it's all back to bees <laughs> in the bees, end. Space bees. Space bees. Just give it to Bagel right now. <laughs> so what I did was I printed out uh, an old list from a game we played called Commonly Mispronounced. And these were um, things in the motorcycle industry that are commonly mispronounced. Is one of them Energica? Uh, Energica. <laughs> Morgan actually gets angry if you misplaced So <laughs> I'm going to read to you. The word, and all you have to do is spell it. It is that simple. All right. This could be a company. It could be a component. It could oh, be anything. God. All right. I'm going to go with, um, oh, yeah. These make, they make great, great um, mopeds. Uh, John, starting with you, it's Pook. Uh, it's P-U-C-H. That is correct. I would not have gotten that. <laughs> all right. Uh, Morgan. Uh, since you love the bees so much, we're going to go with a chair bees. Oh, uh, A-C-E-R-B-I-S. That is correct. That means bee? A chair, it's a, it's, it's a special kind of bee that likes to sit at chair bees. It's pronounced a chair bees. People oh, mispronounce it. Acerbis. <clears throat> That's why I always call it acerbis. <laughs> All right. Later she gets uh, to, yeah. Bagel. Yes. Dianese. D A I N E S E. Ooh, very good. All right, coming down to uh, John. Yeah. All right, let's go with. Ooh, uh, that's a nice exhaust system. I know what you're going to do. Ah, uh, yeah. Kropovich. Ah, just... uh, Kropovich. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's looking up and thinking. He's looking up. <laughs> can, you, can you give it to me in a sentence? 
Ah, uh, that's a gnarly, gnarly Akrapovich, dude. He's trying to look at your tiny models and read, read the stickers on the wall. Uh, uh, A-K-R-O-P-I-V-C-H. No. Uh, how, how far off was it? Bad. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's like Akropovic, I think. It's Akropovic. A-K-R-A-P-O-V-I-C. Yeah. John, you are out. We yep. are down to two. That, that, that wasn't fair. I knew you were going to give me that one. <laughs> what? It's not fair. Okay, let's see. Uh, give me something Morgan. nice and hard like should fork. A, I should get a mulligan. <laughs> Morgan, um, let's go with nacelle. Do you know what a nacelle is? You should know. Many Harleys have a nacelle. It streamlines the headlights. Did it's, you know that? It's it's it, well, it's a single part of the battery. It's, it's nacelle of the battery. No, no, um, <laughs> no. N a c e l l e. That is correct. It, it's a shroud Never around heard of the headlight. Okay, stop showing off, Margaret. <laughs> All right, bagel. Yes. I don't think you have many panniers on scooters, do you? They got easy ones. There are not a lot, but you can. There, you, there are some you can install. Yes. How do you spell panniers? P a n n i e r s. That is correct. I was hoping there was going to be a startup chime from your from your computer right as you asked that. That was what I was really <laughs> hoping for. No, it's it's off now. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> All right, let's go with Morgan. Mm. How about uh, Marcasini? They make good forks. Marcasini. M a r Marcasini. M a r c h e s i n i. That is correct. Dang. Those, they make wheels, too. Yeah, 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 they do. Hey, Bagel. Yes. Um, I know you ride in the cold a lot. Do you ever wear a balaclava? Uh, I've tried it once or twice, but I, I found it kind of uncomfortable, so I didn't bother wearing them. Yeah, but ninjas love them. How do you spell balaclava? It is spelled B-A-L-A-C-L-A-V-A. That is Not correct. to be confused with the delicious flaky pastry. From the Middle baklava. East using baklava. Yeah, I know. Yeah. There was a very funny comedy sketch where a guy made a baklava <laughs> and then cut out eye holes in a mouth, then showed up. And his two friends are like, and he's thinking there was ski mask. He's like, oh, baklava. Because he's wearing it on his face. And there's baklava too. You know, At least he tasted good. Um, it smelled delicious. It was steamy, hot, flaky. <laughs> mm. All right. <clears throat> now we are to Morgan. Mm. I'll give you an easy one Motoguzzi. M-O-T-O space G-U-Z-Z-I. That is correct. If I got that wrong, Emma would never talk to me again. All right. Uh, bagel. Yes. Uh, Hodaka. Did they ever make scooters? Not that I know of, mm. um, but lots of great off-road Who mispronounces bikes? that? Yeah. This is a mispronouncing round, yes, right? I know. Who? How do they mispronounce it? Hodaka? Hodaka? I don't know. H-O-D-A-K-A. That is correct. Hanukkah. I mean, that's the that's the like Jewish Hanukkah. holiday, right? Not Christmas. Right. It's Hanukkah. Exactly. <laughs> Send your complaints to Philip Cleveland Motor. When you, when you have a cold. All right, Morgan. Aramaki. I don't even know what that is. Aramaki. They used to own um, um, Harley. Okay. Well, if it's Italian, E R M A C C I. Nope. That is incorrect. C H I A E R M A C C H I. And just to lock in the wind, Bagel, can you yes. spell Bruff Superior? 
B-R-O-U-G-H space S-U-P-E-R-I-O-R. How'd you get that Superior correct. on? That is correct. Max started a winner. <laughs> what does Bagel get for the prize? Superior. A you... new logic board. Uh, a Superior? <laughs> 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 no. Um, we just have a couple emails. So let's see. Um, John, you want to read one, or should I give it to him? Well, what, you you're the boss, girl. Yeah, but he's got that great radio. Voice. Oh, well, do give, radio it, give, voice it to, give it to Morgan then. All right, Morgan. Here, I've got a voice radio. made for oil oh, I painting. I read this one. Sorry, bagel. There's only two. I didn't send you one yet. That's oh, okay. Uh, this one is from Chris. He says, "Hey there, peoples. Massive follower follower of your motorcycles and misfits. In particular, Emma's knowledge is fantastic. Just finished listening to podcast 486 back in August, as I quite often will re-listen. The Africa Twin Heritage Conversation was awesome. I'm in the I'm an 80s motorcycle nut. We were talking about you know the yeah the heritage of bikes today, and um, he says, however, the reference to the XLV 750. I thought was the rather soft shaft drive version with a red engine and the Africa twins were the initially XRV 650 and then the 750. Feel free to roast me on the podcast if I'm wrong. Keep up the awesome podcast and YouTube channel. See us from New Zealand. Chris. I could have had an accent letter that you could, yeah, I could have I know. an accent letter. I'm sorry. You could do the yeah, accent in the next one. But, and he sent two pictures of Africa twins. Now, um, I don't know the difference. And part of that is because I do know that like other countries got uh, Africa twins that we didn't get here. Yeah. I I know that like Australia still. Australia. Yeah. Yeah. They're getting, they're getting bikes. So coming from New Zealand, it it may be something. We didn't get to run with the red engine. There's no way. Yeah. It may be something that we didn't get here. Africa twin. It's pretty neat to do with You just needed to do it, didn't you? Corner. Yeah. So thank you for sending that in. And I love the, I mean. The red dude, one's cool looking though. The red one is. It looks like a. Cool looking. With that red motor. It looks like an XR650, but. I, I mean, I, I'm for reference, she's showing me a small printout from 10 <laughs> feet away. Hold on. That I'm supposed. No, no, no. That's okay. I'm it's better this way if I just, if I, if I act a martyr. Oh, I'm she's wadding up and throwing it at me. <laughs> I'd be there you throwing go. People. I sent it to you. Okay. Look at it. She crumped, very thoughtfully Express. crumpled it up. So now, what do, you, what do you think? The red engine that is cool. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Probably doesn't hold up well, you know, thirty years later in terms of like how they, whatever they painted it with. Yeah, it's silver now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but it's yeah. cool. Thank you for sending that in. All right, what do you have there? All right, Morgan? message called fuel filters. It's from Cafe yes. Moto X. Yes. <clears throat> this is not a question. This is an idea of a service item you may wish to discuss to yes. educate and inform people on. Delboy's Garage just posted a video on replacing a fuel filter on a Triumph Bonneville. I had an absolute I had absolutely no idea such a thing existed. I looked at my Yamaha FC07 user manual and I see no mention of it. I recently started using VP Racing fuel stabilizer and fuel system cleaner. So I hope that's enough. But I guess this is something I'll have to check when purchasing bikes now. Though I wonder if this is only on Triumph and Harley bikes and only on a subset of them. And then there's a YouTube link. 
Yeah. So <laughs> this was something I really, really appreciated that email because it made me think, wait, fuel filter. I'm like, what? do my bikes have fuel filters? My non carburetor my my fuel injection bikes don't. Now, my... Well, maybe in the gas tank they might. My KTM 990 has pouch filters in the gas tank right. that are you can't replace. Into, like, you have to remove the tank and the fuel pump and all this stuff. It's really complicated. It's not an inline fuel filter like we're used to. But here's an interesting thing. I was hanging out with Jim yesterday, and he was doing some maintenance on his uh, CR450... X L whatever it is right, and he's going through the the book and it says inspect. Uh, it says inspect your fuel line at this mileage, inspect or replace your f- fuel filter, and I was like interesting. Now his is a performance bike, often used for like racing, so they're recommending that you replace it like pretty pretty often, and I I just went oh wow that's interesting. I, does my Africa Twin have one? I don't know. Are they if it's if it's fuel injected is it's not the, an inline filter like we're used to, right? It's probably a whole new system like right. my KTM has. And it made me just start thinking is this yet another thing much like brake fluid that people don't think about replacing as often as they should. Well, if only Emma was here. Well, brake fluid we know it loses efficiency slowly. So you don't notice that you're losing braking. Right. And the a fuel filter, I'm wondering if it's possible that it is also losing efficiency slowly so you're not getting the fuel supply you need. Well, I suspect also if people don't know it exists, they're not checking it. Yes. Well, I suspect on a fuel on a modern bike you would get an error code if the fuel efficiency went down, you know, the fuel flow efficiency went down. I have a distinct memory of my childhood in the 90s. Yes, yes, I know. Um, <laughs> when we'd go to like auto shops or, you know, car, car parts stores before before they were actually like, you know, all AutoZones or O'Reilly's or whatever. We had a local car parts store and all of them always had at the counters they like did. little 25 cent yeah. little fuel filters you could buy. They, they still were, do. Okay. That, that's that's my distinct memory. That's all yes. I could think about this whole time you were, t- you were as I was reading this and we were talking. I was like. The little it's a it's got a black top a clear thing and there's like a kind of a star shaped filter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's all I was thinking about. They, so they still do that. Okay, is that kind of yeah. the thing you'd add on? Well, and you no? put it in your cars too. They yeah, were, yeah. They're, I mean they're really common in cars, right? Uh, particularly with carburetion. Not I don't think with fuel injection. Yeah, Bagel, is this a common thing on the, the Vespas? Mm, well, I mean the modern Vespas have one of those little pouch filters built into right. the fuel pump, but that's the only filter I think they've got. Um, vintage Vespas have, uh, there's a little filter in the, uh, the float bowl where the fuel inlet comes into the carb. Uh, but that's about it. Just like little screens, sort of like a disc on top of the, the float bowl. So do our KLRs have this? See, you're, you're thinking too. And this is why I said, I really mm. appreciate this email because it got me thinking like, oh shoot, this is something I really haven't. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure we all bought those little filters from the gas station, not the gas station, the, the car parts place and, and spliced them into our lines. I have little hose clamps. I have memories well, of that. I know. I know it's an old yeah. bike, but when I was working on that CX-500 Turbo, mm-hmm. um, it had an inline fuel filter. There is an OEM replacement filter for a KLR. There we go. Are they mesh or are they like paper? No, they're like the old school inline ones. Yeah. Were they, were they made out of like, well, 
It's I, usually it's a paper. In yeah, there. it looks okay. like paper inside. Yeah. I've seen like the metal mesh ones sometimes that, yeah, they're meant to get particulates out, I suppose. So, yeah, thank you for bringing this up. And this is something that, like, yeah, now I need to go out there. We need to start checking all of our fuel filters. Yeah, John. check mine. Yeah, it's definitely got me. <laughs> <laughs> I, now you've got me worried. I got to go check my electric bike for the fuel filter. Yeah. I know. John, now John's like, well, yeah, I might yeah, retract my statement yeah. there. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want any dirty electrons. No, there this is the your, worst. Uh, your, your electrical system. Oh, yeah. It fouls up the steam tubes. <laughs> yeah. I don't think my, I don't think the KLR does in second. Interesting. I mean, KLRs, I, I think of KLRs as, a, as the analogy of an AK-47. Well, they're, well, they're they basically they're, they're kind <laughs> of loose true. tolerances, and they'll run, and you yeah. can put another part on them from another KLR, and it'll work. Well, the Gen 2s are, well, are carbureted, so that's why I was thinking that. You might have them on <laughs> yeah, there. most most likely it has a, a little filter around the uh, the inlet on the fuel tap. You know, one of those little sort of like a copper brass filter. Yeah, yeah. You know, a little mesh thing. Yeah, I don't That's know that the KLR will care of his dirty fuel. It's a KLR. Yeah, Carburetor is a carburetor, though. <laughs> It'll probably just eat it and eat up the exhaust, and you know. And uh, yeah, and then also a lot of these newer bikes have these pouch systems in the tank. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Oh, the Africa Twin. I had a recall on that. On the, that on the I red had motor. To, no, I had to take that. I remember I had to take it in. There was a recall on the fuel filter that could cause the bike to stall suddenly. And uh, I had to take it in because I have to take the tank off and go into the tank to do that. So, yeah, these are not simple things. And I really haven't looked at the maintenance schedule. It looks like my Triumph has one. <laughs> We're all just like, go figure. Whoa. There's a fuel pump filter strainer. <laughs> Everyone's been having mild problems. Their bikes are going to swap up their filters and all of a sudden be amazed tomorrow. God, now I'm now I'm thinking about my vacuum cleaner. Last time I changed that filter. Oh, you've got to change that. <laughs> Come on. You, oh, please, God, Liza, for the, for, for the sake of your... Check your dryer lint trap. There's a lint trap. I know. I know. Well, um, yeah, thank you for sending in the emails. Keep them coming. Especially... Oh, sorry. The fuel pump is part of the fuel... The fuel filter is part of the fuel pump on the Triumph. Okay. He's still got a fuel filter, though. Yeah, it's true. But you got to replace the whole thing if it breaks. Also, I have a special request for our listeners now. Um, Petition the FIM. Oh, sorry. Love (laughs) to have some emails sent in specifically to be read on our 500th episode. That's it. If you want to wish us well or give us uh, suggestions or recommendations, request access. Things you want to hear, or if you have a burning question about what color emma's underwear is whatever pink it's always pink oh except for when she wears the leopard print that's true yeah mm. um pink leopard <laughs> just confusing um please send those in now did we announce who our special guest is or we're not announcing it I know they yeah, announced. Yeah, it. no, yeah. So just Phil will be Phil from Cleveland Moto will be with us also. So it'd be fun to have him read something. Uncle Phil, yeah. So so send your emails to motorcyclesandmisfits at gmail dot com. If you want to use the old email address, recycle motorcycle garage at gmail dot com. I still check that. They both are good. It all gets to me. Um, but yeah, have those uh come in. We yeah. need to. I need to pick out. Just a couple of the best ones. We're not going to be able to read all of them. But, um, yeah, the 500th, uh, I, I came up with a game that we're going to be playing right. that I'm really excited about <laughs> at that. Um, I'm excited to see Bagel 
is coming yeah. in. Oh, lovely. yes, yes. I will be in, in yeah. town. How, and, how and many also, days on the scooter does it take to get from there to here? No. Oh, I know. I'm driving the van. This is, this is not riding weather coming from Oregon, that's I'm for sure. also excited to see Bagel riding my KLR on the group I, ride. you got to get pictures uh, of that, please. That's got to go up on the wall. That. I, might, I might see if I could borrow a scooter or something. We'll see. He just can't do it. He just <laughs> can't <laughs> do I just, it. I, I just I would okay. not feel comfortable. All right, Bagel, you can, take the, you, can take the the, Honda Lee, right? you can take the Africa Twin since it has no clutch. Uh, Oh, twist no, and go. Just, I, I don't, I don't, I don't like riding elephants. I'm sorry. Can we get him one of those new Peugeot <laughs> adventure scooters? Gosh, I want one. Um, Peugeot, if you oh, are listening, can we please get a loaner to test ride? I would like yep. to try it. Yeah. Um, big thanks to all of our listeners and especially our, um, our, our advertiser, Patreon. well, Patreon, but yeah. also I was going to say Mimi and Moto go for supporting that. us. And also, I have to big uh, give a big thanks to um, Law Tigers because Arr, they're, 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 they're paying, great. paying for Ooh, some of the costs. you got to be careful of that. That's, uh, That's us saying, saying it, not them. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Law Tigers, they're great. great. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, but also, I wanted to thank Morgan for He's coming He's great. Up. Yeah, thank that, you. As an expert. You're welcome. I'm, I, well, I'm glad I called you because I didn't know that like <laughs> Emma wouldn't be here, all these people. And so we had the right person here to have that conversation. And I really am, I am kind of fascinated seeing all these hit the market. Like oh, yeah. who's going to make a dent? Who's going to just go belly up? Who's going to make promises they can't keep? Oh, so many. It really so many is. <laughs> it, it is the Thunderdome of electric motorcycles. I think so. It's kind of fascinating. If to watch. Thunderdome was populated by you know several big hulking things and then a bunch of children coming and going, I got this. Look, and I'll go ahead and say I didn't think that the live wire would be as successful as it has been. So it's it's kind of fascinating. Watch this. Even if you're not into electric motorcycles, for you, it's fascinating to watch this all happen. So we'll we'll see. No, now Morgan's like, yeah. no, no, no. It just yeah. There's a there's it's an odd industry. It's a niche of a niche because what are motorcycles sales in the North America? Three percent, five percent of all vehicle sales annually. Mm, I don't know. And EVs are three percent of, of that. Of of well, EVs are three percent of all auto sales. So you're like five percent of five percent. Three percent of five percent. You are at like point two five percent of vehicles are electric motorcycles in North America. Yes, except that they are paving the path to 2035. And they're so much fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they are. And I, I love them. And people get a smile on their face every time they, a first time rider rides an electric bike, they go, wow, I was not expecting to like it this much. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know we're getting out of here, but one other question. You said you were familiar with the CSC. The City West, Slicker. City Slicker. They say that it. they're all sold out, not available. Maybe they're all popular. Do you know anyone that has one? Do not. Because we're in North America we and we're a highway culture, and no one buys there them here. We are. That's that's they the thing. they sell in Europe and in Asia. Yeah, road trip. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Uh, big thanks to everyone um, for our listeners for sticking here. Mm-hmm. You guys ready to get out of here? Happy Thanksgiving. Petition, we got to go out. And petition the, the FIM. Frigid, frigid cold. It's it may oh my god, be is it down 50 to fifty-two. Oh no! Oh, I'm so glad I drove today. My yeah, just try, try, try twenty-six. We got bagel, down there bagel. last night. You're not here. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> True. I am six hundred miles to your north. <laughs> All right. Fifty-six degrees. Oh god. Oh, oh no. Oh. I better you go. Know what? 
I actually minute. brought a hoodie to put over my mesh jacket in case it got this, in case this happened. <laughs> and I brought my second set of touring gloves that have gone. Yeah, so good. I'm going to be okay, guys. I'm going to make it home. That makes me happy. Well, thanks, everyone. Let's get out of here. This is Liza. Stubby John. Morgan. Bagel. And we are out of here. Cool, cool. cool.